Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And we're finally back from C2E2. Mm-hmm. We, we just got in. Just we now. We just <laughs> walked in the door and started recording. Yeah, that's how dedicated we are. <laughs> A week or two ago. Yeah. We had to do the decompressing, right? Yes. We uh, we did get delayed on our <sighs> flight because they were like, yeah. oh, wake up at hella fucking early and then we're going to let you know on a text that you uh, your flight's been canceled. Yeah. We had to wake up. I don't know. I think we just had our alarm set for like 5 or 4.30 or something cr- crazy early. Mm-hmm. And then... PM, of course. <laughs> yeah. And then we woke up and I got a notification on my phone and said, oh, your flight's been canceled. I'm like, wait, what? The fuck? Like, yeah. and then because it was all fucked up and they canceled it, like they rebooked us automatically for the next day. But I was like, okay, so now I have to find, we have to find somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. We had to like figure yeah, out the like. the hotel was like, oh, we're going to charge you a shit ton yeah. because of the inconvenience. Uh, yeah. No. Nah. Because I was like, maybe it'll be cheaper because people are leaving already. But they fucking knew. Like cause... jokes on you. I'll sleep on the streets. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So that was that was not a fun situation. And then like the, the check-in for the new flight on the app didn't work properly because the first one was canceled and it didn't like fully update on the phone. It was like a whole stupid thing. And I had to like call and like talk to people multiple times. Who it was total garbage. It was like it was 2001. I hated it. <laughs> well, shout out to your uh, the person that's that was in the plane next to you on the because we got separated. Oh God, that lady. She was trying to take your seat. And I already like almost it was forgot like, about her. She was like, "Oh, I got uh, the the president of the world called and said I could sit here <laughs> the because of my of the knee. World. Yeah, because I have a knee. Yeah, yeah she acted like we all have knees. She like gestured towards the flight attendant and like acted like she said, though. Yeah, she said I could have this seat, and so I like looked at the flight attendant." Thinking she was going to be like, oh, yeah, this and that, whatever. And I was going to be, like, mad, but whatever, you know? But then the lady was like, oh, no, she needs to move. <laughs> no, that's not how this works. Yeah. She just has to go to like, her seat. Yeah, no, no, I, I told her she needs to move when you get here. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Then they had, like, a little argument again. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. She clearly had spite. Oh, 100%. The rest of the flight, she was, she so... was fighting whatever she could to be... Yeah. Be uh, making an issue out of yeah. with you next to her. Yeah. She was so ridiculous. What if I have chronic diarrhea? Yeah. How am I supposed to get to the toilet every five seconds? Yeah. It was so weird. So weird. You know, it's so weird because, like, I feel like if she had just said, hey, would you mind swapping my seats with me because I have a bum knee mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I would have been, like, now I would feel, I would feel obligated yeah, to be like, like okay, her, her sure. Her whole body worked except for her knee. Yeah. And I would have been like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I have my my, she was my left knee. Yeah. It, it, I have an issue yeah. with it being in a position for too long from a hockey injury. I get it. Yeah. But she said she was doing just fine. Yeah, she seemed just fine. She got up and walked to the bathroom and, like, dicked around for a bit. Yeah. 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 She was leaking diarrhea. She walked to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, that's why she needed the seat. Right. Anyways. So, that was an adventure. Comparable to uh, Lord of the Rings, really, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> if you think about it that way. It's like, uh, at least the part where they take the eagles back home. 
Oh, yeah. yeah the that, easy that, part? Yeah, the easy yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. Which everyone knows. Why didn't they just do that from the start? Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. Nine, ten hours later. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Uh, I do want to say a couple shout outs mm-hmm. to two individuals. Together are a couple. But not like together. They're mm-hmm. just people mm-hmm. that I'm lumping together. Okay. As a couple of people. Thanks for that explanation. Just want to make sure it's clear. Yeah. So first off, Josh Davis, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a musician. They have a band called Paper Scissors. And their album, John Lennon House Husband, released earlier this month. Uh, question. I think on the first. What? Are they rock? Uh, <laughs> I, I guess alternative? I, I mean, I'm categorizing just, based off my opinion. I was just assuming they would be rock because their name is Paper Scissors. Oh, okay. I get it. You're making a joke. Yeah. Okay. But I'm also kind of serious. Okay. Cue <laughs> laugh track now. Wow. I was actually, it was like, it's funny, but also uh-huh. I was kind of serious. Like, did they make, I will change be, the, I will be honest. Now that I understand the joke. It does make I sense, I wish I right? had caught it from the start. Okay. Thanks. But because I didn't, I have to say it sucked. Okay. <laughs> that works. Thank you. I thought you were going for like a John Lennon, like, is it rock because John Lennon? No. Type joke? I don't know. It's fine. We can move on. You obviously hate me, so. I'm obviously still decompressing, so. Yeah. I'm not at the the top of my wits, I guess, right now. Yeah. Anyways. It's all good. uh, People who want to check out his music, and I encourage you to do so, uh, it is on Apple Music and Spotify, but if you want to support creative talent and their work uh they have a what do they call it Bandcamp is that what they call it yes that's it's an app i believe it's a site so if you want to support artists head over to paper scissors band.bandcamp.com and it. it's actually pretty cool i guess you just basically pay what you feel like paying oh that's really nice. interesting like yeah there's no flat rate you just go this is how much i can afford and they let you enjoy their music yeah so pretty cool check that out yeah i'll have to check it out too you will yeah you will have to legally it's a legal legally thing. it's a legal thing now it's got it's out there in the uh audio world so now it's legal yeah uh and then also steven farshade we've talked about him before he's got a podcast uh smorgasbord Mm-hmm. Star Trek podcast he does. Uh, also, he has Minor Keys Comics on Instagram. He buys and sells comics of rarity and all that good stuff. So I wanted to give a shout out to him because he's a, also a friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really been a great person. And I've actually been reading the Iron Cat comic, which he got me the first issue. A few different uh, variations of the first issue in so I've been reading that since. I think I'm on issue three, waiting for four to come out. Nice. So, uh, good stuff. Give him a click on Instagram. Check out what he does. And if you're interested in buying some comics, he also does uh, eBay. You can check that out. I was looking, and he's got a Venom comic on there for like crazy expensive. Oh, right. Yeah, you can tell like, me that. Now I'm like, I have this issue. <laughs> Is mine this crazy expensive as well? I'm curious. Because I would like 
I would to also, know that it's worth that. Yeah, you still wouldn't get rid of it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm I'm that sucker. Yeah. Yeah, it's four thousand three hundred dollars. That's insane. It's a nine point nine uh, rating on the comic. I don't see. I don't know what the difference is with the ratings are because we went to a thing, and they had the same exact comic. Mm-hmm. One said it was new, and it was like a nine point four, and the other one said it was. Uh, slightly new or something and it was a 9.6 and I was like I don't understand <laughs> is there like a rating based on like their condition maybe okay like no yeah. fingers so if ever, that's the case no fingers my, have ever touched my issue it. is probably gonna be like uh you owe us money <laughs> who do I owe us <laughs> you have to pay everyone who looks yeah, at you it you have to pay anybody <laughs> who knew you had that issue yeah because it's that bad quality yeah would you like I wish crumple I it up in a, a ball? Like- <laughs> I know. I just, you know, like I was a child when I got it. Oh, okay. I didn't understand the importance of a comic book. Yeah. And uh, which explains- it's been traveling through boxes and stuff. I don't know. Which explains why we got her niece a comic book compendium at age four. <laughs> hey, that's Transformers and... My Little Pony crossover. No, it's a great idea. Signed by the artist. Definitely gonna be one of those. You have to pay us because we saw it. Yeah. Situations when she gets older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw Transformers and and My Little Pony. Something she cares about. I was like, yeah, you know what? We're doing this. Obviously, yeah. No, it's a great idea. I She'll agree. probably not care about it. But, no. Uh, not. Shout out to her, by the way. Happy birthday, my niece. Turned four. Yep, she sure did. Good year. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I don't Four, remember. I think, is one of those years that you start to, like, remember things. Yeah? Typically. Okay. Well, because, you know, like, you don't have a lot of memories from, like, before that age. Uh, I specifically remember my earliest memory being just swimming in a tunnel. No. And <laughs> racing a bunch of other... No, you don't. <laughs> what? No. I don't know how I'm you would know. I'm pretty sure that's not how memory works. Okay. <laughs> you didn't have any memory cells when you were a sperm. Who said anything about being a sperm? You said swimming in a this tunnel. Was, this was months ago when I was in a race. Oh, okay. <laughs> a water, that's, your, a underwater, that's your earliest memory? <laughs> underwater slide race. Yeah, that's very oddly specific. <laughs> I was trying to think of what would be Equivalent? a water tube. Yeah, an underwater slide. <laughs> Big enough for Were you scuba diving? Like No. Yeah, okay. No, that was not. Okay. So You know how I get with that. Yeah. There'd be like a billion sharks trying to eat me if yeah. I try scuba diving. They would diving. just come out of nowhere just because you're scuba diving. You joke. <laughs> but if you see the African sharks, South African sharks, yeah. They fucking breach up from below mm-hmm. and grab the seals and shit. Yeah, no, I know. Very violently. I know. Oh, you know from experience, huh? I mean, do you? Watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know from watching. From land. Okay. In my house. On the TV. On the TV. Yeah, exactly. That's what I know Of course, well. my door's locked because I'm safe. Yeah. Only sharks showing up. Being sharks like, don't know how to pick uh, locks. See you so. creeping on my uh, dinner. <laughs> yeah. All right. We, we, we got to move on. We, we've been... Yeah. Thank you, uh, you guys, for listening. Yes. I hope people go check you guys out. You're wonderful. Let's get into our stuff and that things. we want to watch. <laughs> what? I said and things. 
Yeah, stuff yeah. and things. Yeah. Butt stuff <laughs> and wiener things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then some of the other shit. Yes. Some of the other shit. Some of the other shit. It's really important. We'll <laughs> trinkle some of the other shit in. <laughs> okay. Pull my uh, list up here that we have specifically for me and you because you have a copy as well. Yeah. It's exclusive to us. Yeah. All right. My list. Uh, well, I have this on my list because I feel like it wasn't a terrible movie, but people seem to think it was, and I don't understand why. Uh, Pixar Lightyear is actually okay. on Disney+. Plus, So I feel like those who didn't go see it and were worried from like the reviews and shit, mm-hmm. like... Just check it out on Disney Plus if you have it. Like, if you have kids, like, it's a fun ride. It's not the best of Pixar, but, like, it's a fun movie. Did people not like this movie? It's, it didn't do well in theaters. Mm. Not a lot of people went, and there's been, like, a lot of, like, divisiveness behind whether this was, like, a, like, a failure of a Mm. Pixar film. Interesting. I mean, I thought it was fine. It was, it was pretty good. I mean, it was... I probably wouldn't have seen it in theaters unless we wanted to to talk about it on the podcast, which we did. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not a child in their typical uh, target market for Pixar films. <laughs> uh, there's an anime that was in theaters recently called Bell. Okay. It's going to be hitting HBO Max. I also did not get to see this in theaters, so so I wanted to check that out. For anybody else interested? Is that like a Beauty and the Beast knockoff? <laughs> Maybe. Is it really? It's a prequel, obviously. No, I'm, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen it. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know if there were like there was like a plot about it that you were interested in. It's just because it's an anime. Just okay. It's an anime movie that I don't know. Okay, I'm just curious. Just gotta call me out. Like I, I uh, no, I was also like slightly making something. a joke because the name's Bell. Yeah, but I guess you missed that. Well, I feel like it might be Bella, but you no, say that e silent. It's an e at the end, so it's Bell. Bella is with an a. <laughs> anyway, Belly. I guess it could be belly. Belly. Yeah. It's about a girl who has a belly. Yeah. Hopefully it's not me. Because she's fat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's two hours of her losing weight. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I don't think anybody would want to watch that. Or maybe it's an origin story about how she got her belly. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) What else do you got? (laughs) We're getting off the rails. Yeah, well... (laughs) Uh, very excited about this. Hulu released Prey, but this is the prequel Predator film, mm-hmm. where we'll see the space hunter fighting a Native American. Yes. Who's the real Prey? It's probably her. Maybe she's gonna, like, sexually seduce him, and he's, like, a, a sexual Prey. Yeah. In the end, we thought she was, like, a Prey to his hunting, but no. She's was... actually a cougar hunting him. Yeah. A sexual prey. I don't think that's it. Well, eventually <laughs> there's going to be a porno. Yeah. It's about, probably already about gonna... this and it's going already... to it's going to be my They've plot. They've already made it. They're ready to blo- they're ready to drop it yeah, like, they're when just this waiting. comes out. Yeah. They're going to drop it the same yeah. day. <laughs> it's called Inside a Predator. Yeah. <laughs> to catch a predator. <laughs> no, a predator. Because it's, yeah. it's yeah. still, it's the guy still. Yeah. To catch a predator. Yeah. I'm calling it now. They yeah. need to make a remake. I think I've already said this. They need to do a movie about the predator. It'll be about people trying to 
hunt down the predator, mm-hmm. and it'll be called to catch a predator. Mm-hmm. And you catch them just by saying, why don't you take a seat? Why don't you take a seat? <laughs> you just see, like, this cloaked thing just... Just, like, going backwards. ...pushed down on a stool. <laughs> So for my list, we've got Bullet Train. That came out in theaters earlier this month. Um, and then Me Time. It looks like it's a comedy with Mark Wahlberg and um, Kevin Hart. Came out on, or comes out on Netflix August 26th. This should be a fun watch. Those two are usually hilarious. I can't imagine. We still have to watch the other one with Kevin Hart and Jason Statham. Yes. The Hitman or something like that. The Hitman. Hitman? The, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Men you hit? I don't know. It was, yeah. Yeah, we do need to watch that still. That's a good point. Uh, we also Maybe, You know what we'll do for what? efficiency's sake? We'll watch both. We'll, we'll put TVs next to each other. We'll put them both on at the same time. Yeah. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just double down and watch them both. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, and then Lord of the Rings Rings of Power is coming to Amazon uh, officially September 1st. So. Use the Eagles. The big ones. Yeah. Make your life a lot easier. It's a one episode series run. Yeah. Because that's how long it took to do this sh- the whole story. Yeah. Because I just used the fucking eagles. They're eagles, right? Yes. Yeah, like they were ancestors of Eagly, I believe. <laughs> Probably. It was, it was the eagles before they lost their hair. Yeah. Um, the Sandman is coming to Netflix on the 5th of August as well. Mm-hmm. Um, There's this a, this a prequel to the Spider-Man 3 film, right? No. The, the Sam Raimi one? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. It's based on the comic run, oh. like by Neil Gaiman. That's right. This is about uh, the origin of the song from Metallica, Enter Sandman. No. Oh. I feel like it was one of those two. It's not. I just told you what it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Neil Diamond, huh? Like um, the Neil Diamond? No, Neil Gaiman. Oh. Yeah. Well, now, my, I'm, now I'm less interested. It might be Gaiman, but I think it's Gaiman. G-A-I-M. I'm less interested now. Okay. Um, I actually have the audiobook of this because I was interested in on the, the story. On the boats and on the trains that come into America. Yeah. You never know. They might have that song in the movie or in the show. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have the audiobook of this and I haven't listened to it yet, so I need to listen to it soon because I was mildly interested. I feel like somebody cool was narrating it. I can't remember who, but I was like, oh yeah, I want to listen to that because I knew the show was coming out and here I am having not listened to it yet. <laughs> um, it's a DC thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Belfast is finally coming to HBO Max on August 5th as well. Um, and I, I was like slightly interested in checking that out once it was in theaters, but I feel like it was limited because there was like a bunch I don't of big know if stuff. we had it here. If Maybe we, we did, did. It was it was one of those limited. ones where it was like there's a poster outside, but they yeah. never had. It I know. Inside. I know. We saw some trailers, and then I yeah. looked for it when it was supposed to have come out, and yeah. I didn't see it in our theaters. Yeah. I so was, maybe it came in like weeks later and I just never looked at that point. That's possible. Yeah. But so I'm excited. To I check will that definitely out. watch this one. Yeah. You know how I feel about black and white Irish films. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you feel good about them. <laughs> maybe I hate watch them. Yeah. You maybe. never know. Maybe. All right. Theaters. DC League of Super Pets came out on July 29th. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it's that one. animated film. Yeah. It's about a league of pets that are super. Yeah. And one of them has a toy called Squeezy Bruce. <laughs> I remember that from the trailer. Yeah. 
It's yeah. based off of uh, the Justice League, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Turning into pets. Yeah. What? No. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Isn't it just their pets? I know. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it's their pets, based on the trailer. Maybe they swap. Because one of them is Maybe a... they swap bodies with their pets. We don't know. We haven't seen it. I don't think so. I've seen the trailer many times. I wanted to bring this up because uh, I liked this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, IMAX Rogue One. It's coming back. for well, Rogue One in the IMAX. It's coming out on the 26th. And it's going to give a sneak peek of Andor. This is kind of like, I feel like, now they're just doing the same thing they're doing with the Marvel stuff. Yeah. You know, they did it with Avengers. Having like the little extra footage on, I think, Endgame was it. Now Spider-Man No Way Home, they're going to do a couple extra things coming out this month. Mm-hmm. And so this is their way of getting you to go see Rogue One again in IMAX. Yeah, that for, sounds... For a sneak of Andor. Yeah, exactly. Anything to get more butts and seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if we have it on our list, uh, Dragon Ball Super, Superhero. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, that's in theaters. We actually will re- we review it. that yeah. this episode as well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, check that out if you mm-hmm. are a Dragon Ball fan. Yes. Uh, notable mentions, Uncharted, this is based off the video game franchise for PlayStation, is on Netflix. Earlier this month it came out, so it's there for anybody who hasn't checked it out in theaters. It's Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, uh, and other people. It's basically Tomb Raider. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, House of Dragons. This is the Game of Thrones? Yeah. Prequel. It threw me off that I didn't just say Game of Thrones, House of Dragons. Yeah. So that came out on the 21st. I think they have, what, one episode out? I think so. It's on HBO Max. I guess maybe HBO as well. I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I'm also surprised they even have this HBO anymore. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we haven't checked this out yet, so we will probably have that on our next episode. That'll be interesting, huh? We'll probably have Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones kind of battling it out for uh, which one we liked more. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Uh, And I wanted to bring up Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, I know that I didn't have a fond reaction to this movie, but I did notice that they have an extended cut coming out with 14 more minutes. And this is as of August 16th it came out. So uh, I'm not going to buy this mm-hmm. but i am curious if this is gonna like make better context to certain scenes or whatever yeah uh if it goes on sale below 10 bucks i'd probably buy it but yeah i'm not gonna buy it for full price yeah you know if it was that important you should have had it in the original cut exactly you know what i mean you know what i'm saying saying yep all right uh last we have star trek lower deck season three on paramount plus Yep. I didn't realize that was coming out so soon. I didn't either. Really enjoy this show. That's coming out on the 25th. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I read an article that these characters from Star Trek Lower Decks will be in live action on the other Star Trek show. Strange New Worlds or whatever it's called. Oh, okay. There's going to be an episode crossover. Yes. So that's going to be kind of fun. That'll and it's be going to really be cool. played by the actors who do the voices for yes, these characters. Which is legit. So that's really cool. You yeah. know, giving them the opportunity to be the live action versions instead of replacing them. Yes. All right. Let's move on. Let's get into our news. Uh, we have a couple of big topics. We have a lot of news this week. So we're not going to do the 
whatever the hell we do. Good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Or we're not going to do that this week. Yeah. Mainly because I forgot to do that. <laughs> so you're getting... Uh, we just have a lot of stuff we need to get through. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm decompressing still. Yeah. All right. Embracer Group. This is a big company that's usually de- dealing with uh, video game companies and, mm-hmm. and ownership and all that stuff. Uh, they apparently have acquired Middle Earth Enterprises from the Saul Zaints Company. I'm sure I said that wrong. Yeah, doesn't I have no idea how you pronounce that. Uh, and in the worldwide, so they now have the worldwide rights to motion pictures, video games, board games, merchandising, theme parks, and stage productions related to the writing of J.R.R. Tolkien. Tolkien. <laughs> Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah. Tolkien. Yeah. Just to be clear. As well as matching rights and literary works authorized by the Tolkien estate and HarperCollins. I don't know who HarperCollins is. It's a publisher. It's a publisher. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they should publish their name a little bit more because I didn't know. They do. <laughs> the only reason I know is because it's on a lot of books that I've seen over the years. Oh, books I've seen. Oh, look yeah. at me. I've seen a lot of books. Well, I mean, clearly you haven't. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Valid point. <laughs> I didn't want to say books I've read, but like as I'm browsing yeah. the bookstore. You're just like the kind of person who's just like, look at a book once in a while. <laughs> look at a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually kind of surprised to hear about this because I went then Googling to see like, does Embracer Group have other like movie type properties? Like that was kind of surprising to me. Cause I mean, like I like, said, like, I only really knew them through like video game yeah, because they acquired companies. THQ Nordic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so I remember that. So story. Like they're kind of on the rise with like buying a bunch of shit right now. Yeah, and um, so I mean that's interesting, right? So I mean, by that logic, then any game, any video games they would make would theoretically be through any developers they already have. Right. You would think. Yeah. Unless they really think that a third party that they aren't tied to is really good at something, and they yeah. want to pay them for it. Yeah. So, I mean, WB is out then, right? That's what this means, right? So, Shadow of Mordor, Mm -hmm. Shadow of War, is it? Yes. Or is it War of Mordor? Shadow of War. Shadow of War. War. Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War. Those are the two games. The Lord of the Ring base games. Yes. So, theoretically, WB is no longer a part of that then, right? That's what it sounds like. Or at least if there's a contract still in in effect, there would be maybe a third game, but... Potentially, they would either take over that franchise or it's done. I guess. But consider that THQ Nordic did Darksiders. So I feel like there's potential for them to do their own Lord of the Rings game that's pretty legit. Okay. Just saying. I mean, both franchises are really good. Yeah. You're not a fan of the uh, Nemesis system and all the... I could... It was... Open worldness of... I, I obviously never fucking finished the game, so I clearly wasn't that first into it. First or second one? The first game I finished the story. Okay. And the second game I started, and it was like, I couldn't quite... The Nemesis system was too complicated it's, for me. It's really hefty. It's a hefty yeah. game because it's like... They added that whole uh, conquering... Castles like the, yeah, and the territories and, whatnot, and stuff, yeah. and like it made it too. It was fun 
to an extent, but then like they made it like a real tedious part of the story. Yeah. Like I think you know the at the end of the game you have to do like a shit ton of conquering bases for like a long time just yeah. to get through the story and it got a little like annoying. Yeah. I think I it just was like a little too complicated for me. I was like, I just want a Lord of the Rings game. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, but this is exciting for you, right? Yeah. Because this means we're probably going to get more Lord of the Rings games. Yes. Uh, we're probably going to get more movies. I mean, it, so it looks like there is going to be potential for more movies because a quote from the Embracer group, other opportunities include exploring additional movies based on iconic characters such as Gandalf, Aragorn, Aragorn. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah, you got it right. Gollum. Yeah. Galadriel? Galadriel. Galadriel. Yeah. Ewan? Eowyn. Eowyn? Mm-hmm. And other characters from the literary works of J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. Uh, and continue to provide new opportunities for fans to explore this fictive world through merchandising and other experiences. A.K.A. we're going to make a bunch of products. Yeah. That's what I'm getting out of it. Would you want to see a stage play of Lord of the Rings? I mean, I'd be down for Whether that. it be like just a retelling of the main trilogy or would you rather have like a new story side stuff done? Because they do say here that they also own stage productions yeah. to it. I would be down for that. I, that sounds pretty fucking legit. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wonder if there's already a play. If they've ever I, had any. I don't know. I mean, I would think there would be, huh. but I don't know. I've never, I can't think of one. Interesting. Give me elevator pitch. What is a movie or TV show you want within the Lord of the Rings or stage play? Give me a character and a plot. Boom. For like, so, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't have this any is, of that. This is going strong then. I mean, put me on the spot here. Okay. All right. I haven't thought about it. Okay, so here's your homework. Okay. We're going to move on past this episode, okay. knowing that everyone listening is disappointed in you. Yeah, clearly. Uh, and then for the next episode, mm-hmm. you're going to you're gonna come in with your homework. I'm, I'm giving you an extension on your homework. Uh-huh. And you're going to give us what you would do for a Lord of the Rings story in what capacity. Okay. And since it's not on the spot, you have time to think about it, which then means you ha- you know, don't suck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Throwing that out there. I didn't know I was going to get a homework. Well, so that's what we do here at DTF. We assign homework. Okay. I didn't know that either. <laughs> I just found out myself. Gotcha. All right. Uh, moving on, since you didn't really give me an exciting thing. I'm sorry. I mean, didn't we already kind of get Golem? Yeah. Wasn't that like kind of what The Hobbit was? His whole like thing? His story? I guess unless you were going to get... It's not like directly on his story of being... Yeah, it's not from his perspective, I guess. So you know we're going to get a him turning into Gollum, right? That's oh, got to yeah. be a Easily, thing that they're going to yeah. give us at least a movie, right? Yeah. Huh? Well, whatever. Moving hmm. on. World. I think they... Uh, that's the Cinnabon, I believe company worldwide no no okay uh they are filing for bankruptcy this is via the wall street journal so they are a uk-based theater theater chain Mm -hmm. uh 
with a $4.8 billion debt. Must be nice. Yeah, to have that much money to be in debt of. <laughs> well, I guess you don't have that much money. Yeah. But you had some kind of opportunity that got you in that much debt. Yeah, true. They apparently also filed bankruptcy during the height of the COVID-19 in 2020, but they were saved by a lifeline from creditors. Mm-hmm. So they were on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. And they used a lifeline, apparently. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> I'm just reading what Wasn't I'm seeing. Wasn't there like a whole theater bailout situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think they, I think they was, yeah, a lot um, of, like, remember AMC was like, yeah. <laughs> we want things. <laughs> And then, like, everyone was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Make sure the CEO gets a shit ton of money. Yeah. And then he did. Yep. Capitalism. (laughs) So they operate more than 9,000 screens in 751 locations around the world, including Picture House, Cineworld Cinemas, that's in the UK and Ireland, Cinema City in Europe, so that's like a, a whole city dedicated to cinema it sounds like oh, we should go there i was just making that up i, don't know, I know i was i was joking too okay i was just playing into your joke okay <laughs> sometimes i don't know if i just trick you anymore uh and i also love how it's just in, just in europe it's just yeah. in europe yeah somewhere in you'll europe, find it you'll figure it out <laughs> somewhere generically in europe yeah if you hit sand you've gone too far <laughs> Okay. Uh, yes Planet in Israel. Speaking of. <laughs> that's the name, Yes Planet. Yeah, Yes Planet. Do you think that's like a translation issue? Like, do you I, think it's, I don't know. Do you think it's not really called that? It's like that's just the direct translation of the Israeli It's just the called Israeli Planet, words. but they were like, yes, Planet. They no, were, it's like the Israeli words for whatever the fuck it's called, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar. I mean, or I'm Yes not, Planet. I'm not either. Just, or No Planet. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Regal Cinemas in the U.S., Yep. I know it doesn't say Edward, because that's what it's called for us, and they are still Regal. Yeah, but Regal is the company that runs Edwards now, because basically Regal acquired Edwards or whatever back in the day. Okay, so it's just a bunch of fucking bigger fishes eating each other. Yeah. Does United Artists still exist? Uh, Couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. We used to have a theater here. I want to say that's what it was when I was in Fresno for college. I want to say that was like the dollar, I wanted to say dollar store, but the, the dollar theater. <laughs> the dollar theater, yeah. We had a normal theater that was United Artists, and then it like closed down, mm. and then it reopened as a discount theater. Yeah, so that, that so, makes sense. Sounds yeah, I was just wondering if United Artists still exists, because since the other theater companies I mean, they weren't that United really if struggling. they don't, I guess, so. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Cineworld is the second largest theater chain in the world following AMC. Wow. Wait, they're not as large as AMC? Apparently not. So we're just I the guess, opposite of the I world guess then? California is the, at least where we are in California, is the only area that AMC is like, we don't really give a fuck about the theaters. Yeah. Huh. United Artists was founded by Charlie Chaplin. Mary Pickford, Douglas Fairbanks, and D.W. Griffith. I should have known that because I watched the documentary a while back. On Charlie Chaplin? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually very interesting. Yeah. It's on Stars or Showtime. 
So if anybody has either of those, just check. And if it's there, you're welcome. If it's not, it's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I guess the, uh, this is a story for me because I'm I'm like, does, does this affect us? Mm-hmm. We have the Unlimited for Regal. Yes. We get to see all the movies, although there's not like a whole lot that's been coming out these days. But we get to see what does come out mm-hmm. in theaters. Will that be going away? Will we be losing this theater chain? Or is this just kind of like a... So, usually when big businesses like this go bankrupt, it has no effect on them actually doing business. It just means they get forgiveness for their debts. Okay. So they're just going to be like, we can't afford to pay our bills. And they'll be like, okay. And, and then, then they move on. They start, just... Yeah. Okay. And start over. Is that easy, huh? Yeah, apparently. I'm not sure why. I'm so in debt. I'm a movie theater company that can't even afford to uh, show movies. <laughs> <laughs> I need forgiveness. Yeah. Will that be in a check? Check or cash. <laughs> okay, so you don't think this is really going to affect us? No, I okay. don't. I am still a little concerned about if the theater near us is going to go down I mean, because they were... before COVID. They yeah, were because like, they were talking so about Some random it. usher guy was like, oh, just so you know. <laughs> we not. I know you're not here asking anything about this. We might this, not be here after the holidays. But uh, <laughs> if we don't make enough money in this next year, we're going to close down. Yeah. Why are you telling me this? Yeah, and that was like the end of 2019. Yeah, that was before so, theater shut down for over a year. I don't know what... <laughs> he was either bluffing, so we would buy more concessions. Yeah. <laughs> he was working on commission. Yeah. <laughs> or he was misinformed, or I don't know, something changed. So that yeah. was, That's crazy. Yeah, it was his last day. He's like, I'm just going to say what I'm I want. I'm just going to lie to everyone. Because you just thought it was funny. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, so according to Cineworld, these lower levels of emissions are due to a limited film slate that is anticipated to continue until November 2022 and are expected to negatively impact trading and the group's liquidity position in the near term. So what they're saying is like, we know we're not going to make more money by the end of the year because we don't think there's enough movies coming out because yeah. they're either getting delayed or they're not going to bring in enough people. Right. Anyways. So that makes sense. I mean, I love the theater experience for certain movies, but mm-hmm. I will say, if we shift to people just getting their own little theater systems and yeah. everything going to like a digital base and you just pay to watch it at home. Yep. I'm not against it. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm really not against it. You know? Yep. Like, specific studios can just set up, like, season passes or whatever. Your your passes to see, like, X amount of movies from their studio. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. You know, get an MCU bundle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that idea as Disney. <laughs> just in case they're listening. Yeah. yeah. Okay, moving on. Yes. Since you said that we're safe. <laughs> I mean, I think so. Mark safe from the Cine World bankruptcy. We'll see. Claim. Okay, what the fuck is happening at WB and HBO? So many things. It's been a clusterfuck of uh, news coming out about yeah. the, the I guess the merger mm-hmm. quotation merger. Remember when that came out? We're like, oh, it's a merger. It's yeah. no big deal. And then yeah. like now it's like it's like no. It's an acquisition. <laughs> the the Sith have taken over. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff coming into the news so start we'll, we'll start with 
the new WB Discovery CEO has a 10-year plan set for the DCEU that is similar to the MCU now. Okay. Oh, okay. So, where was that when... When it was needed? <laughs> well, when we first started the DCEU? Yeah. I guess we're just doing like a hard reboot now. Yeah. They're starting fresh. <laughs> like, let's just and pretend like, that never happened. They did a pretty good job. Let's just go with what yeah, they did. Yeah, let's just do that instead. So, uh, says here, we have done a reset. We've restructured the business where we are going to focus, where they will be a team with a 10-year plan focusing just on DC. It's very similar to the structure that Alan Horn and Bob Eager put together very effectively with Kevin Feige at Disney. We think that we could build a long-term, much stronger, sustainable growth business out of DC. And as part of that, we're going to focus on quality. This is David Zaslav during the Q2 investor call. And he's the current CEO for the the new... Right. I would say improved, but I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll see. New and theoretically improved. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we gotta wait a decade to get, like, the satisfying satisfying, uh, crossover event Mm -hmm. that Justice League should have been. Yeah. Is what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing as well. But then there's more wrenches thrown in there because of like other stuff that's been coming there's out more that's not ju- tied to the merger and, and buyout or whatever the hell it's called. There's a lot of yeah. things, not just so, wrenches. <laughs> we do know that the Batman 2 is moving forward, so we know that's safe. Mm-hmm. Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson are coming back for that movie. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know if it was considered a part of the dceu i think the rumor is it's still not a part of it and it's its own thing okay yeah which makes I guess, sense i guess you know, joker you would i think is the same situation so like yeah. it's like are they gonna have two different things still it's just very like or they can try to find a way to force these together who knows all right uh kind of going into the rebuild that's tied to what the mcu has done Dwayne Johnson, who's playing Black Adam in the newest movie coming up, I think it's what, October it comes out? I think so, yes. Uh, He wants a crossover with Marvel characters. Uh, He said, Just my nature is optimistic, and especially when it comes to creative, especially when it comes to movies, and especially when it comes to the pantheon of DC superheroes and supervillains. Across the street, we have the pantheon of superheroes and supervillains of Marvel, to me, they can not only exist, but they should, in my mind, cross paths one day. Yeah. That just sounds like super hype. Yeah, it does. I mean, I don't, that's not going to happen. I, I, yeah. You know, you know, I'm the guy who always gets it wrong. So, <laughs> you're am I just, saying that because I want it to happen? Yeah, I was like, you're saying that because you want it to cross over. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be against it, but like, here's the thing. It's like, and we've seen it with comics. They have done it with comics. Where they've done crossovers like that. But I guess my concern is both ownerships are not going to want their uh, characters to be the loser right. in that fight, right? So you have to really design something like that if you're going to do it where you feel like both are the good guys and both are the heroes and both are the strongest. Yeah. But I just don't think it's realistic that it would ever happen. Yeah. It would be fun though. But like, again, DC needs to do DC before it worries about doing crossovers. 
That's right? true. Yeah, they need to really focus. Because <laughs> that's kind of the trouble they got themselves into the first time. Yeah, so I feel like it's kind of just Dwayne Johnson really wanting to like hype up yeah. possibilities. Yeah. All right. The Flash. I'm sure everyone's heard about The Flash movie <laughs> and all the troubles happening with Ezra Miller. Uh, so apparently there was three options that, that have been brought to, to play. One, uh, completely shelf the project because of all the issues with Ezra Miller. You know, he's, uh, you know, the stuff in Hawaii where he got in trouble fighting people or whatever in bars. Yeah. Uh, he apparently robbed somebody in the, yeah, there was like a burglary thing somewhere or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's this thing where the parents of a, like a 13 year old or no she's an adult now but oh, like okay. they it was like some okay. girl that he was like being friends with allegedly grooming it's, yeah, they're, yeah they're saying that he allegedly has been grooming her since she was like 12 or something crazy um so that's like a whole thing in itself so because of all these problems mm-hmm. they either are gonna just shelf it because mm-hmm. they can't they said that they can't reshoot because he's in like literally every scene with all these characters right. so like you yeah. can't just reshoot with a new person yeah couldn't they just like 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 deep fake like face swap him i mean somebody? people on the internet do it all the yeah, time yeah that's what i'm thinking like i mean i have a solution but oh, okay. i'm gonna wait till i'm done with this okay sorry uh the other plan is to open in theaters uh if miller's situation improves uh he would be seeking professional help and uh could do limited press if he's in a good state of mind oh okay uh the other option is uh if he doesn't seek help uh still releasing it but without any marketing or participation from him okay so basically he's just like not present for any of it yeah he's in the movie but they don't bring get by without people being too upset yeah Man, so crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's been, like, an official, like, answer po- to what they're doing, but, like, that's just the idea that they're going to just abandon it is just crazy, right? I know. That's insane. I mean, we me. already have a bunch of other stuff. Batgirl was the other one that just recently was mostly done, and it was already shelved, and they said, we're just not going to release it at all. Yeah. Um, But going back to Flash, okay, so here's my solution. Yeah. You do release the movie with him as the the guy, right? Okay. But you put in an end credit or an end of the movie scene mm-hmm. where it's revealed that he was the reverse Flash the whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> which would explain why he's so, like, evil. Okay. You know? Like yeah. All those news stories were like, now it makes sense. Yeah. He was a bad guy. He was the bad guy. So do they recolor his suit? Or doesn't the re- like the reverse flash has a yellow suit? Yeah, it's yellow with the red bolt. Yeah. Versus the opposite. Versus the opposite. Yeah. 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 So he's the reverse flash parading as the flash. Yes. Okay. And that's Got revealed. It. And then that's how they could then use the, or I'm assuming they're doing the, uh, uh, what the fuck? Flashpoint. Flashpoint yeah. storyline yeah. to reset characters anyways, yeah. right? So yeah. Then you could use that whole thing to make a new actor for the Flash, yeah. who is the true Flash, who was like, whatever reason wasn't there. Yeah. And he was like manipulating that he was the Flash the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, that could work. That's not going to. They're not, they're gonna not going to do that. But, like, but it, it could work. Fun. Yeah. I solve problems for people. Yeah. Can I say? Yeah. All right. 
Okay, so apparently Ezra Miller does have a statement that he gave. He is going to be receiving treatment for mental issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. That's good. I mean, that's great. If, good for I mean, him. if he really is needing help, then yeah. that's great. Yeah. I hope it's not just like, oh, I'm just a douchebag and yeah. I'm just going to say this so that I can uh, yeah. not be blamed for my actions. Yeah. But yeah, if he needs the help, I hope he gets it and... I mean, the little we've seen of him, like, it's it's had hopes, but, like, yeah. obviously it's going to put some kind of delay on whatever the plan is, right? I mean, The Flash was intended to be the start of the soft reboot, so uh, because of that, like, we don't really know what's happening, right? Yeah. I think they've even changed, so Ben Affleck is now returning to Aquaman 2 mm-hmm. as Batman. That was something that Momoa... Uh, had posted on his Instagram that he's mm-hmm. going to be back in that film. Yeah. I think he was brought back into The Flash even before that. So, like, he's popping back in after saying he's done completely, right? Yeah. So, I kind of wonder if this is because they have to, like, adjust their story. Mm-hmm. And they kind of need him a little bit longer to then shift him out. Yeah. And they're just like, here's the money. Please yeah. just help us Please out. Please take our money and help us. <laughs> because I imagine if uh was... Michael Keaton gonna be in the Aquaman too, you know? It, mm-hmm. what, is it just switch to Ben Affleck because of that? Like, I'm curious. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, but going back into the canceled projects, so like you know, Batgirl almost done. They just scrapped it. It's not gonna That's be released. So insane. To That's me. crazy, right? Yeah. Now you're gonna put on HBO Max. Now yeah. you're gonna make it like some kind of a like convert it into a series or something. Yeah, you know? they, I guess they decided it was so bad. Uh, <laughs> It's so bad we'd rather lose all that yeah, money. Yeah, so it's it's believed that the film was deemed irreparable following a damaging test screening, one that Variety reports led to middling test scores. The 10-week director's cut was deemed to be in bad shape, and so Warner Brothers Discovery decided to use it as a tax write-down instead of releasing the film either theatrically or online. What's a tax write-down? I, I is that I is that like, like a, a write-off? Like a loss from your business expenses? I guess it's like, I don't know. We'll have to look into that. I bet you that's what it is. They can claim it as a loss. Any amount they spent on it. They can claim it as a business cost, a cost of doing business, but they didn't make any profit from it. So they don't, basically it's kind of like. so as long as they don't release it, they can't say that they've profited from its existence. Yeah. that, That makes sense now. So they can claim like theoretically they could claim the 200 million whatever the fuck it is for the flash as operations cost or whatever mm. and then not make any money from it and then that's like a credit towards the tax they would owe mm. that's shady so leslie grace the actor who plays batgirl mm-hmm. uh apparently is rumored to still be in the dc universe in a later project mm-hmm. i don't They'll just find another way to use her, I guess. If uh, I, I would hope so, because that would suck to get that project to yeah. film it and then just be replaced by somebody else without it ever seeing the light of day. Yeah. At least let her do it again, you know? However, you decide to fit the character in to the future. Yep. And apparently DC 
film president Walter Hermada reportedly almost quit after Batgirl cancellation, but agreed to stay on at least until Black Adam releases. This is according to the Hollywood Reporter. Really? Uh, said that he found out about Black Adam test screening and was upset he wasn't consulted about the decision to not release it. You mean the Batgirl screening? Yes, about Batgirl, but it was at the Black Adam oh, screening he found out that at, he found okay. out. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, that is kind of weird if he's the president and wasn't consulted. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't that like you're the one that's supposed to be consulted on things? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you were on the toilet, so I just took care of it. Yeah. Okay, other projects that we know are canceled. Supergirl, uh, well, I guess we don't know it's canceled, but the Supergirl movie is, according to Rolling Stone, uh, the Supergirl movie is reportedly canceled as well, but it's not been confirmed. Okay. Uh, But what has been canceled is Batman Caped Crusader, the animated series for HBO Max. This was Bruce Trim, Matt Reeves, and J.J. Abrams all behind the project. So those are big names on a project. That's kind of crazy that that's just kind of like, well, never mind. Yeah. J.J. Abrams. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Blue Beetle and James Gunn's projects, including Peacemaker, are being reported as safe, though. Which makes sense, because they did really well, I would say. Well, you know, Peacemaker has done really well. Suicide Squad was, a, yes. you know. And it was reported that DC Films was was planning a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie prior to the sale of Discovery. Which I guess is kind of ties into their whole, like, rebooting everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Which makes sense with what was going on with CW. Yeah. So, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Especially with The Flash and how they did that whole yeah. thing. All right. Well, that's all just the DC side. We're not going to get into everything that's being canceled, but HBO Max is losing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we I think we talked about it on one of our reviews. Aquaman, King of Atlantis, it was like a cartoon three-part thing that they had. Um, it wasn't quite our thing, but that's just been canceled. Right, that was like that weird art, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was like yeah. very like Cartoon Network after, yeah. after our... Age of yeah. watching Cartoon yeah. Network. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this really funny adult show, Close Enough. I actually mm-hmm. liked that. And I yeah. didn't actually catch up on the, the latest season. And it's already gone. Yeah. So it's like. Weird. They've. It seems like a lot of animated is being dropped. I think I read it was like 36 plus shows. Were just basically being taken off of HBO Max. Uh, the Not Too Late Show with Elmo. I actually didn't know that it was still on. Remember that was like one of like the originals when it launched. Yeah, we were like, I, I've never maybe watched we'll it. check it out, and then we realized it was for kids. And we're yeah, like, oh. I've never watched it. I don't <laughs> no. know why I didn't think it was for kids. Yeah, but here we are. Uh, I know that they took out a bunch of like Sesame Street as well. Like a lot of the older episodes, they mm-hmm. like were like removed like two hundred plus of the old old episodes. Wow, didn't so they like only recently get all the Sesame Street shit? Or has it just been? Um, that? It's no, been a while? they like did like a thing where like it was on HBO. For new episodes mm. and they didn't get like PBS didn't get the like reruns until like months later okay I don't know it was something like that yeah anyways okay um so yeah I just I they're lo- we're losing a lot of stuff on HBO and that's kind of surprising I guess we'll see what else has changed like changes you know like will, will things change with the theater side of or not theater side but like just like the movie releases that are coming to HBO Max, will those be like, ah, oh, never mind? Like, we'll see. Like, it just... Yeah. 
seems like a lot of things are up in the air now. You know, yeah, I, I hope like Harley Quinn. I hope that's safe because we haven't we've watched like a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. I think that has like pretty like reasonably wide appeal though. I'm assuming yeah. like close enough and. Those are the other one were probably like less. They were a little yeah. more niche interests. I want to say, I think I just talked about it too. I want to say Young Justice might have been in jeopardy as well. Oh, that's of continuing. Anyways, in uh, related news, Next Star Media Group has purchased seventy five percent stake in the CW. Well, so this leaves WB and Paramount with twelve point five percent each. Interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. What, I'm trying to figure out who this So it just seems is. like uh, ownership of WB is just like, we need to sell a bunch of shit to I save guess. money. I think they're going to continue with the like DC stuff they have going, but like it seems like it's pretty much heading out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in a, a few years. Yeah. All right. Moving on. To our quicker stuff. Patton Oswalt may have leaked an Eternal sequel talking to the Today Show. Uh, he said they have announced there is going to be an Eternals sequel. And Chloe Zhao mm-hmm. is going to direct it. So hopefully there will be more adventures of Star Fox and Pip. Of course he played the voice of Pip. The, I don't know, what Goat Man? What are those things called? <laughs> uh... He was like a little like, goat um, guy, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. Anyways. Also, yeah. is he like the only voice actor in the world? Yes. I, I think feel so. like he's just the voice of everything lately. <laughs> yeah. It's. I feel like there was something else we just watched where he was the voice. Yes. I was like, oh, that doesn't even match. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. He is the only one. <laughs> well, him and Vin Diesel, but he only has very. Like, yeah. One role. <laughs> yeah. Two, maybe. Yeah. Being Groot and being not Groot. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, do we think that this is a fuck-up on his end? Or do you think he legitly doesn't know what he's talking about? I guess that's also a fuck-up. But, like, yeah, he would have to know, right? If he's, a, I assume he would be a part of it, right? Because The Eternals, I think, is one of those projects where it was kind of up in the air whether we're going to see a sequel or if those mm-hmm. will just be kind of, like, formed into other properties because yeah. of how it didn't really seem to go... As planned. It just felt like it wasn't as popular as, as they hoped it would be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's been around for a while, so I feel like maybe maybe he didn't I mean, fuck. He was like on like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff. I know. So like he's yeah. clearly a part of yeah, so the Marvel side of I of feel like it maybe wasn't a fuck up and maybe it's some kind of like marketing strategy. You to think like so? have him quote unquote accidentally reveal it. Gotcha. But I usually tend to... Maybe to see people's reactions yeah. to the idea of yeah, another Yeah, just Eternals. to get like, the, the feelers out of like if people would want it or not. It's an option, I guess, if they could yeah. do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be okay with another Eternals. Yeah. I know not? like it's not... It wasn't like the best thing the on loved, the planet. The but... best loved, you know. But like I think they have potential there. And I, I like to see that the whole Celestial thing. I think that's like a whole... Obviously, yeah. Thor kind of showed some celestials in the background so like yeah you know that they've got to be a bigger part than what we've seen so far yep very true moving on sony is working on a days gone movie this is via deadline oh really 
Yep. So Sony PlayStation Productions is developing the film with an adaptation from X-Men First Class story developer Sheldon Turner. It's going to be produced by Vendetta Productions and PlayStation Productions. Okay. Uh, So here's the thing. The producers are currently eyeing Outlander star Sam Hewen. Is that you say that? I think. Honestly, I don't know. To play Deacon St. John, the main protagonist of the of mm-hmm. the story. Uh, the actor has also appeared in The Spy Who Dumped Me and Bloodshot. So let me just get this straight. Oh, yeah. Let me just understand this. This was a property that, that Sony was like, you know what? It's not worth getting a second game. Yeah. We're not going to make another game to this mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah. But we think it's good enough to make a movie mm-hmm. off the first story. Yeah. Which then in itself kind of says it's good enough to make a sequel. <laughs> but that's my opinion. Well, if, it, if they were going to make a sequel, they would need more story. And this might be a way to do something without having to What I'm saying, though, is like, story. if you think the story was compelling enough to make a movie, yeah, then it was a good story, therefore you could have a sequel. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not bitter. Not at all. Uh, so, okay. So, we're not getting a second game, but we're going to get a movie now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. Sure. On top of that, the game main character was played by actor Sam Witwer. I know him. He was Doomsday in Smallville. Oh. He's in the Star Wars um, video games as Starkiller. Mm-hmm. Unleashed. I think the, the franchise was Unleashed. He's in other things. He was also in um, Once Upon a Time. He was like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I believe. Okay. Um, he was in Being Human, which I loved yeah, that yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I just really didn't watch enough. Uh, he's in a lot of stuff. No. Yeah, he's in but, a lot of But so here's my point. Yeah. So he killed it. He did He did motion capture. Mm-hmm. He did the voice acting mm-hmm. for the character in the yeah. game. Okay? He did all that stuff. Yeah. Okay? I think he did a great job. And I've said this before and I'll say it now. I think Days Gone is better than The Last of Us. And I will, I will die on that hill. Okay. Uh, so... What I'm annoyed with is, so we have a great actor who's already tied to the fucking game that you're now going to make a movie on. And you go, oh, you know what? Let's just make a different fucking actor be the character. Yeah. What? Someone who doesn't even look like the same vibe He's at all. literally the face yeah. of the character. Yeah. Because he did the motion capture. Yeah. I'm not used to seeing He's him. He's a good actor. He almost never has a beard, but I looked it up to see a picture of him with a beard. And I'm like, okay, I could see that. Yeah. That would work. I mean, it should, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's him. Basically, just for people that aren't familiar with what this whole premise is, think Sons of Anarchy meets The Walking Dead. But with like a okay. much better storytelling to it. Yeah. Than both of those? Well, than Walking Dead. Okay. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy was pretty good. <laughs> no, then The Walking Dead, I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, I mean, because people hold, like, The Last of Us, mm-hmm. like, in high regards for, like, right. the storytelling. Yeah. And I think Days Gone is just as good, if not better, okay. in my opinion. Good to know. But it was overshadowed by that game because that came out first. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's just, it just crazy to me that we're, we're not going to see 
Sin Witwer. Yeah. Potentially in this role. When he's like literally a guy who did everything for the game. Yeah. That's weird. It's just stupid. It's not weird. It's stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There's a difference. Okay. All right. Um, I had some quick announcements for dates on things that are coming out that were announced. Uh, September 8th is apparently Disney Plus Day coming up. So I thought people oh, should so know fast. Thor Love and Thunder is going to be dropping on Disney Plus that day. Nice. Uh, apparently the Pinocchio remake, the live action remake, is also going to be dropping on Disney Plus. Didn't know that. I didn't either. Looks just like the animated, but it's live action. Okay. Also not sure if I've seen all of Pinocchio, the animated one. So I might have to go watch that again. Yeah, it's been a long time for me. All right. Uh, Halloween ends. You know, good transition from Pinocchio, a Disney animated <laughs> thing, to Halloween ends. Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, it's getting a Peacock and theater release on October 14th. Uh, you know. Hmm. So it's not going to be like one or the other. You can go wherever you want to watch it. Yeah. Um, really weird that they didn't choose November 1st. Like yeah. Like most Halloween type movies yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that, like, nobody will just choose the fucking day, the, like, the day that's the closest before Halloween. Like, this is two weeks before. Well, because they want people to go see it before Halloween. Yeah. And that gives them a cushion to go no, see I it. No, I know. This makes way more sense than the ones that are, like, November 1st or, like, November 10th. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, the, the Januaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Gotcha. Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. A Knives Out Mystery. This is the Netflix movie sequel. Coming out December 23rd. Perfect. You know that they're planning that to be like the, the big thing that people talk about for the holiday. Yeah. All right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. This is, I think, the Seth Rogen okay. uh, Turtles movie. It's going to hit theaters on August 4th, 2023. So about a year away. Okay. Joker, Fully Adu. Mm-hmm. Comes out October 4th, 2024. And Lady Gaga has officially been cast. I don't know if it's confirmed that she's Harley Quinn, but she's been she's cast. She's going to be in it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And Sonic 3 is coming out December 30th of 2024. Nice. All right. Let's get into our reviews. Things we did watch. And people want to know what we have to say about them. <laughs> yeah. Because that's clearly why they're here. Obviously. So, here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to slice it. And if we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're, we're DTF. DTF. You were staring at my lips. I was. Nice. <laughs> all right. First on our list, uh, this actually came out back in July, but we have not had a proper episode since we watched this. So bear with us. Resident Evil. The live-action series on Netflix came yeah. out, developed by Andrew Dabb, uh, based on Resident Evil by Capcom. Yeah. Um, I assume that's, ba- that's in quotations. Based on is in quotations. Yeah. I just need that to be clear to the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> quotations. <laughs> it ran for eight episodes, about an hour each. Uh, summary premise is nearly three decades after the discovery of the T-virus, an outbreak reveals the Umbrella Corporation's dark secrets uh, it takes place on two different timelines to tell the story. Yeah. There's a lot of jumping back and forth and things. Yeah, I think it's like I think it was like 20-something years between or something like that. Yeah, if something I'm correct. like that. Maybe less. Maybe like 15. 
Um, so, okay. I obviously have a lot of opinions about Resident Evil stuff. Yeah. It's kind of my thing. That's your thing. I'm mixed on this one. I'm mainly not that excited about this. I think that it uh, really didn't do the property justice. Just kind of like I was worried it wouldn't. I think they had some fun moments. It had some cool creature killing scenes. Had some fun stuff for the fans of the franchise overall. Yeah. But they just really missed the mark as far as telling a story. Um, As far as I can tell, the producers have said this is like within the timeline of the games. Mm -hmm. So it's supposed to be considered canon. Mm Mm-hmm. But the things that they do in this just don't really make sense, and they contradict the canon of the games, and it's very confusing to me. And obviously, like the general fan isn't gonna, or you know, viewer isn't gonna know that. But like, for example, the a big premise of this the show is the main character goes, "Oh, I'm doing a bunch of field studies to see if the zombies can evolve and and mutate yeah. and and you know learn new language or whatever, not language, but like cooperate or you know." Yeah. Change their their actions and how they move and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't call them zombies. No. Even though they're technically zombies. But yeah. They don't call them zombies in this. So here's the thing that's really stupid to me is they go and they have that whole premise where she's trying to find out whether they are evolving. Um, in the meantime, they also have a whole segment of this fucking show where liquors exist. And liquors are zombies who have been re-exposed to the T-virus and have further mutated and evolved Mm -hmm. you already have creatures in this world that establish that it is happening Mm -hmm. yet you're gonna sit here and try to find it out yeah that to me is like the dumbest storytelling ever you know we we joke about this but it's really sad that it's a joke because uh they basically this felt like netflix was trying to make a cw show yes but then act like they're really like violent and gritty but yeah. like it wasn't not at all it wasn't they had creatures that as far as i'm aware didn't exist uh there's like a spider which yeah there's spiders existed in the whole franchise but like they literally made the spider not look like the spiders that we've seen in other stuff and i thought that was kind of weird like why wouldn't you have just made the same spider for yeah. that fan service yeah um the writing i thought was just really not very good i think there was even a moment near the end of the show like i can't remember the exact quote but i think there was a moment where one of the characters goes you are the resident evil yeah or something like that like something completely stupid yeah it's like that's not relevant to anything that anyone would ever say yeah so i mean what they did with wesker you know i know that was like the big topic of discussion was like how can you do that character but like i think it was fine what they did with that whole premise um there's moments that i thought this was like enjoyable but like overall i think the future side of it it felt like they were just trying to do the alice character Mm -hmm. from the movies again yep and it just felt like you're just giving us the same shit over Mm -hmm. and it didn't really make any sense i just i it was a huge disappointment to me in that aspect I don't know. I guess for me, it's it's probably... I can't say burn because I, I did enjoy like some of the like creature scenes that yeah. they did have. So I guess I'll say it's a, a small slice for me. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, I don't 
I don't really play those games other than whenever I'm like either watching you play or like kind of playing with you various in various different mechanisms. But mm. um, so I don't have nearly as much of the like personal attachment to this how things are in the games. So for me, I think it was a slice it because I enjoyed like watching it. It was like there was definitely a lot of stuff where it was like ridiculous and CWE, but like yeah. I watch a lot of CW shows, so clearly I like that. You yeah. know. <laughs> well, I mean, like. <laughs> Yeah, and I, you know, I can say the same. Like, I do watch CW shows, but, like, I don't know. There's just something about this, you know, they had characters that they made up just for the show that were technically, like, tied to, like, important characters through the game. Yeah. And then they didn't even do anything relevant with them. So it was just, yeah. like, what was the point of making this character just to say that you have this name in the show yeah and it's not even the character that we know about yeah it was really weird you know and they kind of did the same concept with raccoon city where you know they're telling us this is all tied to the to the canon of the games raccoon city was a thing that happened yes but then that's just like a throwaway line and then they they focus on uh it was like tahiti or something there was like another location that basically was their Raccoon City event. Yeah. And it's like, why didn't you just use Raccoon City? Yeah. Why are you making a third place now and then trying to tell us that that place had a conspiracy outbreak? And it's just yeah. like, it just felt like the storytelling was just all over the place and poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. So unfortunately, I was not very excited with this one. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks. But I'm not surprised. <laughs> all right moving on i am groot this was a mini series on disney plus came out on august 10th mm-hmm. uh, created by kirsten lapore based on marvel comics had five episodes they were about five to six minutes each you could literally get the whole thing done in like less than a half an hour yeah um summary premise was various adventures that get baby groot into trouble yeah, it, that, that, that's a pretty solid yeah, it, summary. Yeah, <laughs> like I was trying to find a good way to describe it. Like they're all different stories, different things happen, but they're all just like Baby Groot getting into some fucking shenanigans yeah. in one and way or another. I guess Vin Diesel did reprise his role. Yes. Did they really need him to do that? Couldn't they just take literally a bunch of audio from everything he's ever done and just plugged that in? Yeah, it seems like. Maybe he was like, you should do this so I can get some money. Yeah, it was his idea yeah. to make this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it probably was. <laughs> so I'll let you go first since I kind of was taking over Resident Evil's. <laughs> um, I thought it was entertaining. It was like kind of like, I don't know. I think it's probably more kiddish um, in a lot of the things. So and then part of it was like, he's just kind of a little dickhead in some of them, too. So, but, but like I enjoyed watching it, so I would say it's a large slice for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, see, I agree it was clearly tailored to children. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I feel like kids would be bored by this. That's the sad thing was like, they were like five minute episodes and I was still like, is this one over yet? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was I was that bored with some of these and like I don't know if it's because it's not my age group or yeah it was just that boring. I guess I rated it higher. I mean, I watch a lot of children's things, you know, cartoons and stuff that yeah. like are not technically for me, but I still enjoy. 
he was a dick. And I would yeah. go further to say he's like a fucking psycho. Yeah. Like he's he's a terrible yeah. being. Yes. Like he's just like it this made me not like the character. And yeah. that's like sad because he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, in the, the character is great. Yeah. But I will say I do like like the adult group more than I like what they've done when he's an adolescent. A, a adolescent yeah. and then like the teen. Like I, I guess yeah. the adolescent I like more than the teen, but yeah, I hope he becomes an adult again soon. Yeah, I rated it high, high, more highly than I enjoyed it per se, because I feel like technically, it looked great, and like it, it, it was good. Yeah, it was on a technical level, it was good. Okay, I just didn't. I mean, I didn't really love the stories. I mean, they they some were pretty them, useless, right? Some of them were funny parts, but like also kind of. Like, there was the one with, like, the plant or whatever, or the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one I got, a, I was cracking up. That one had some funny moments, yeah. but I feel like it, like, it went too long. And it got I feel weird. like they got yeah. way too, like, yeah. okay, we got the joke. He's yeah. making different outfits out of, out of <laughs> this growing this, yeah. mud, whatever, on his body. Yeah. Um, so, but I think I just wanted to give, like, a rating that's uh, represents how... What the quality is, whether I, it's not my preference, but I think uh-huh. quality wise, it's pretty good as far as what it looks like. And you're probably going to be like, I just don't understand your mindset. Yeah. It was a burn it for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was completely fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, obviously it's not for me mm-hmm. and I get that, but like it just, it would have been so much more fun to like include the other characters. Like even if it was every episode was this one character he has mm-hmm. a, like a some kind of interaction with you yeah. know like that would have been way better than what they did yeah they did have like i think rocket and yeah there was like rocket a, was in one of a them quick snippet of uh drax but like it just felt like this was just i don't know a waste of time like shout out to the creator for that easy paycheck <laughs> yeah like i don't understand why it took so long to make this whole thing like this is what you came up with as far as a story for these little things, it just felt like you could just pull that out of your ass on like an afternoon. Yeah. And like, here's your storyboard. Like, I just. You should do that then. Because <laughs> <laughs> they probably made a pretty big amount of money. <laughs> I hope. I hope that I could do something like that. Yeah. And even just down to like the the design of how it's on Disney Plus was so frustrating. Yeah, that's true. It's not in there as like, this is a series and here's the five episodes. It's literally each one is its own thing. Yeah. And it's really weird that they do that because like I, I, when I was adding them to the list, I was like, uh, I don't know if I, you know, I had to like go look up how many episodes there were because I was worried I didn't have all of them Mm -hmm. and I shouldn't have to worry about, did I see every episode? It should just be like, here's the fucking show. Here's the five episodes. Yeah. Especially something that's this short and stupid Mm-hmm. anyways well i'm sorry you didn't like it <laughs> well I, I thank you for being sorry that i don't like it <laughs> all right something else i watched you did not see this i did see nope in theaters uh it's written and directed by jordan peele produced by jordan peele and ian or ian cooper uh the premises ranch owning siblings oj and emerald haywood attempt to capture video evidence of an unidentified flying object with the help of, of tech salesmen. Uh, this is starring Daniel Kalua, Kiki Palmer, and uh, Steven Yoon. Yeah. Uh, there's like other people, but they were like the main 
focus of the characters. Yeah. This movie was so weird. Yeah. You know, because we were watching the trailers and we're like, oh my god. And, you know, like there's like this moment in the trailer where there's like this fucking alien thing wobbling across the fucking, by the counter. And it's all creepy and shit. Yeah. And like, uh, I will say, watching this movie, the context of all of that trailer were brilliant. Okay. I loved how they manipulated that trailer. And then when you see how it actually plays out, it was very clever what they did. The story itself, I don't know if I am just not intelligent enough to really grasp what was trying to be conveyed, but it felt like it was kind of all over the place, in my opinion. Like, yeah. It felt like they were trying to tell two different stories, and they would jump between the siblings trying to do their footage thing, and then this other flashback kind of thing that ties to the narrative slightly, but it's not quite there. And ironically, I kind of enjoyed that aspect more than I cared about the UFO stuff. Because I felt like the UFO stuff was very limited. And by the end, I felt like I was kind of disappointed with how it played out. Not to give anything away how it plays out. But yeah. like, I, I would have liked something else than what we got. And mm-hmm. so that was a bit disappointing to the final reveal mm-hmm. of everything in the end. But on a technical standpoint, it was shot beautifully acting was great it's definitely something i say people should check out if they uh see it on streaming or whatever if you're not going to hit up the theater i think it's definitely worth watching for the performances but um as far as the story i think it was a bit disappointing overall mm-hmm. i'm sorry yeah i mean it, i don't regret seeing it but i do wish that there was more to it than it ended up being I guess I don't regret not going to see it then. <laughs> nope. Um, so I guess for me, it I'll give it a, a slice. It it it. I didn't hate it. I just I wish there was more to it than there was. Gotcha. But um, I think it's a solid Jordan Peele film. Okay. I would say I think Get Out is better. I have not seen Us, so I can't really speak on that one. Gotcha. All right. Dragon Ball Super Superhero. We did see this in theaters recently. It came out on the 19th uh, for the U.S. It came out before that for Japan. Yeah, it was like June or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Screenplay was Akiri Toriyama, directed by Tetsuru Kodama. Uh, Production company was Tao Animation and distributed by Crunchyroll, Sony Pictures. uh, And the premise is Piccolo and his Former student Gohan go on a mission to save the world from the newly reformed Red Ribbon Army. Does that that's work a pretty for you? that's a pretty solid okay summary? I would say good, <laughs> pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah, I was like reading and I was like I was reading the thing and trying to get like a good premise and it was like there's a lot of information and there was mm-hmm. like no information. I was like, how can I find like something that's like just mm-hmm. a little bit? Especially for someone who isn't really familiar with. The other movie story plots yeah. and all that stuff yeah. and like really getting the context of like what yeah. should and shouldn't be yeah. revealed. I did use... I think that's pretty good. I did one. use other premises as references mm-hmm. and I summarized. <laughs> gotcha. So you did research. I did research. To make this How one to make sentence. a premise sentence. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. I was like, I don't know how to fucking describe what... I, was like, I could tell you what happened, but like... <laughs> okay. So uh, it... Uh, 
for the opening weekend in the U.S. It got 20.1 million. I think it's doing really well right now, which I hope that it does really well and gets even more. I mean, based on what we saw in the fucking theater, it's going to kill because like it was one of the busiest theaters we've ever seen seen, since the pandemic we've seen some i think thor had less people thor had less people and we were at the opening showing yeah yeah for both movies yeah and i think thor had less people than this one yeah yeah i did not expect that the only thing that i could think of that would make any difference in that is that thor came out before school was back in so if people but were on, wouldn't that make it worse because if people were on summer vacation or something or they're all like doing bullshit okay they're not okay. in town they're not home yeah. to go see a, th- right, a movie right. in a theater yeah. okay uh, that's understandable i don't know i mean anime is just really popular right now it's and clearly dragon ball has been around very, forever yeah um so i don't think you so this does kind of tie into like even to the original dragon ball mm-hmm. uh series and then you know some in dragon ball z yeah and then forward to this stuff. yeah but I would say that they did a really good job of you not necessarily having to have seen anything mm-hmm. of any of the previous franchises. And you yeah. could still keep up with what's going on here. Yeah. because They I've... gave you the details you needed for the characters that were important. Yeah. Otherwise, it wasn't really an issue. Um, they did the whole 3D animation this time around, uh-huh. which we saw a little bit of glimpses in uh, the Brawly movie. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of went full out with that in this entire film. Yeah. I'm not sure I liked it as much as I wanted to. I think I would prefer the traditional 2D animation. Oh, really? Um, it was fine, but I guess, I don't know. I guess maybe I just have to get used to it. Maybe the next movie, when it's the same, I'll feel better about it. But yeah. just, I... It's an adjustment. I guess to me in my head it was like, I'm just watching a video game cutscene for two hours. <laughs> yeah. And like, I wanted to feel like I had that nostalgia of right. watching the animated movies. That's fair. And it kind of took away from that with all the 3D nature of it. Okay. As far as the story goes, I think I was a little let down with it. Um, Not that it was bad. It just, I guess... I was like, I would have wanted to see this instead of that. And I think that they kind of like had missed opportunities with some of the like uh, plot points that they did. Um, I think they played it really safe Mm -hmm. with this one. Uh, Some of the stuff I think it felt like it kind of contradicts some of the canon of earlier Dragon Ball stuff. So I don't know how that plays into like how they consider everything. Mm -hmm. I know they kind of are doing reboot stuff because like Brawly was like... They already had a Brawley movie, and then he died, and then they made another one. They're like, oh, yeah. that one's not canon, and this one's the real canon. And yeah. So, like, I get that they're, like, changing things to mm-hmm. go forward, but, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not too fond with the newest thing that they've added with some of the characters to progress their story, because I feel like it's kind of recycled with what we've seen in the past, and I'm just... It's it's not very exciting. Gotcha. And it, it just it gets... The characters that we see get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I wish I saw some characters get more time than they did. But I really did enjoy that we saw characters that you don't typically see at the forefront being at the forefront and getting that time to kind of shine. Yeah. Yeah. I, what, what did you think? I I mean, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I probably didn't understand all of the, like, historical references to previous properties but like i've seen mm-hmm. a handful of these with you i can't i don't keep, yeah, can't yeah. keep track um but i recognized most of the characters and i and i like understood enough 
to like get the jokes where like the whole audience laughed and I was like laughing too. Yeah. Like. Well, we you know we saw dubbed. We didn't see. Yeah. Uh, sub, so we didn't have right. to worry about reading all the right. the jokes and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, I. So here's the thing too. I am actually very curious to see this movie subbed mm-hmm. again because. With the jokes, and even though that some were pretty funny, yeah. I do feel like I wonder if the Japanese version translates better. Yeah. Because some of the stuff I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And like, I was like, that's the joke they're going for. Yeah. And and I do re- recall previous Dragon Ball Z movies where the Americanized voice acting, they changed the jokes in the context of the scene. Mm-hmm. To something very stupid compared to what it was in the original translation. Yeah. And um, so I am curious if they did that with this or if it's like that's straight up what it was and we're just. So I want to see the difference and see if there is like better jokes or just differences between the conversations of the characters because I kind of suspect there might be. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. There definitely were some characters that pissed me off more than others. Um, but it was a fun story. I like, yeah. I understood the whole thing that was going on. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like confused. <laughs> yeah. Which sometimes with those movies I am. <laughs> um, for me, I guess I would say it's a, a slice it. Like I enjoyed it enough to watch it. I mean, I would probably wouldn't go back and watch it again unless you like really wanted me to, but no, I, I, I mean, I, I was just glad that you went and saw it to begin with. And yeah. that's why we chose dub because i was like well, i i want her to put as much you know interest in this as i as she yes. can and i know she's not gonna want to sit here and have yeah to i got pretty of... invested in the story just like everybody else in the theater so yeah. It, yeah it was it was decent enough i didn't hate it yeah i i'll guess i'll say it was a a large slice for me mm-hmm. i have problems with what they did but i think overall it gets the job done i think it's it's something to hold off until you get more of the series episodes released mm-hmm. be warned though people you will probably want to go buy oreos after you watch this movie <laughs> yeah there's a character who's constantly eating oreos and it's i'm i, it's I like, kind of wonder if it's product placement yeah it's like they don't call them they oreos never but it's very oreos. clear they don't even like look at they don't even have like oreo printed on them they're just like clearly oreos yeah and everybody fucking knows the Oreos, and then all I want to do is fucking eat Oreos now. Yeah, I mean, well, I ate three boxes of Oreos, Yeah, so. I mean, I had some of those. <laughs> I noticed you had a glass of milk right before we started with Oreos in it. Yeah, pro tip. <laughs> you pour a glass of milk. Okay. Throw a couple Oreos in there, but you have to pick the ones that are good flavors, not the, like, original. Well, I like originals, so... Nah. It's it's whatever. Okay. Peanut butter and mint are the go-tos for flavor. I like original. Okay, so you get so. a glass of milk. You throw some Oreos in there of your of your choice. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the choice is peanut butter and Oreo or and mint. Mm-hmm. You let it sit for a couple minutes. Yeah, and then you swirl it around. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get like the like the cookie debris to yeah. break off. Yeah, and then you 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 now have uh, cookies and cream milk. Okay, <laughs> noted. And then at the end, it's like you know oh there's more fries at the bottom of the bag yeah but that's just the frosting carcass ew don't say that frosting carcass it's (laughs) disgusting sounding it's it tastes good though no get a nice like (laughs) sounds sogginess to the frosting (laughs) 
really weird sounding. Yeah. Also, uh, there's no need to buy double stuffed Oreos because yeah. we've learned that that's a scam. They're the same or smaller, yeah. apparently. We've learned that double stuff has less frosting than the flavored ones. Yeah. Which I don't understand. So either there was a fuck up in the production or they are scamming people. Or both. <laughs> there was an intentional fuck up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. We good? Yes. I will say just one last thing. I enjoyed the characters that they added to the thing. I mm-hmm. think that they, they added some fun characters. The title, I was like, why did they go with this title? Why didn't they just call it Dragon Ball Super Hero? Yeah. And it's like a play off of Super and Hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it's redundant for a superhero. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's my little, that's, that's my thing. Okay, moving on. Prey. We saw Prey on Hulu. We did not see it in theater because they wouldn't let us like assholes. Yep. Uh, so this came out on the 5th. Screenplay by Patrick Eisen. Eisen? I think Eisen. Story by him and Dan Trattenberg. Directed by Dan Trattenberg. Uh, the premise goes back to the origins of the predator species on Earth and their original meeting with humans. Uh, follows Naru. A skilled Comanche warrior trying to prove herself to her tribe as a hunter. Uh, I guess Disney announced this was the biggest Hulu premiere uh, for a single release so far. Wow. Uh, And of course, people that don't have Hulu, that have Star Plus or Disney Plus in their regions, uh, it was also the biggest for them. Mm, That's pretty crazy. Yeah, so it did really well apparently when it came out. Uh, So this stars Amber Midthunder as Naru. Yep. So talk to me. I know you're a big Predator fan, so I, I, I want to get your opinion yeah. on the latest in the franchise. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's like what I was expecting. Uh, it's a little... Well, there were some pieces that were a little different. Like, I, I didn't know the role that the uh, like European settlers were going to play. Because they're, they're in the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was curious how they were going to do that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... Pleasantly surprised, I think. I, I kind of wish they didn't have that in the trailer because yeah. I think that would have made it better when you do see it. Like, oh, okay, now we get why, yeah. you know, this is going to make more sense. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, I like her story, I get it. Like, she's, she's like, trained as a healer. She's not supposed to be, hunt, like, the big hunter, but she wants to be because mm-hmm. she's like, I'm fucking good at this. Why can't I be the hunter? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I can... I liked the the story behind her motivations and whatnot, and then she's got her little her little dog buddy that like goes around with her and stuff. So that was a fun little aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting story about the dog. What? Uh, apparently, he was adopted from a local shelter in where they were filming. Oh, cool. Because he was the breed closest to what would have been around during the time period. Nice. And that's what they wanted to do. I guess he got and fucking so, lucky then. Yeah, and I guess he was no acting skills whatsoever. Oh, wow. Uh, and did a great job. That's awesome. Yeah, he's... Great. Really cool, right? Yeah, that's a really good really story. Really cool. Yeah. Um, I think the like battles and the hunts, if you will, from mm. various different directions were really crazy. There was definitely some like gory moments. Yeah, this is an R movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That were like, whoa. You know, like, mm-hmm. caught me off guard a little bit, um, but it was good. They were all really good. I enjoyed it. I think there were definitely some things that I was expecting to happen that mm-hmm. didn't, but 
do you think it translated well as far as like the technological advancements of the Predator versus Naru having to compete with with the Predator? Did did it? Do you feel like it played out well enough? And it was believable, or was it more of a like? No, I don't. You just kind of have to just take it for what it is. It's a fun battle. I feel like you have to beings. I think you have to take understand that the predator is clearly handicapping themselves for the sport Mm -hmm. because there's no logical reason that. It shouldn't just be able to take everyone out immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I guess the idea is like it's following its rules. Yeah. And so there's like, like because of the rules, it can't just whatever. It just can't just wipe everybody out. Yes. Yeah. But like at once. I liked what they did with how she was ended up being able to be or how she was battling it. Mm-hmm. Like in, how she could compete. How she could compete. I like what they did with that and yeah. why that it happened. It was smart and, and clever how yes. they did kind of. Yes. It was of, the whole like yeah. work smarter, not harder situation, yeah. which I enjoyed. Yeah. But it wasn't super realistic. Okay. I mean, it's aside from al- there being aside an alien, from it being an alien movie, a, yeah. <laughs> Comanche tribe for for battle. Yeah, like assuming you had that scenario, I feel like what happened <laughs> was not realistic. It's like me with MCU stuff. <laughs> yes. Like, like I can believe that there's a guy with a, a Iron Man suit yeah. that flies around saving yeah. the day, but yeah. like, but he wouldn't have said that. His nanotech wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah, I take issue with a very specific scenario within this fake scenario that yeah. already exists. Yeah. But okay. overall, I enjoyed it. How about you? Uh, what was your rating on it? Um, I'd say large slice it. Okay. It was, okay. Fair, it was fairly entertaining. It was like the action movie situation. Yeah. I really liked the way that they played this one out as far as just like the atmosphere of it all was like very peaceful in the beginning and mm-hmm. just like you felt like you were in the period and the and and the moment of yeah of this tribe and all that stuff and um i will say that i do feel like it kind of took a little too long in my opinion to get to uh her facing off against this predator but i think they did a great job as far as what they had them do mm-hmm. in their battle with each other yeah um they give her this cool like tomahawk that she like put a rope on and yeah. so she kind of can pull it back to her and stuff mm-hmm. and they found some cool ways of using that in battle and stuff yeah. um i liked how they kind of gave nods to previous predator moments yeah and then they didn't really it's like they gave you moments you're like oh i know where this is going and, and then, then you didn't <laughs> then you didn't you didn't know at all where it was going yeah. but you thought you did because of what they've done in the yes. previous movies and yes. i thought that was really clever yeah how they kind of reel you in on that and then they just completely surprise you yeah so that was really fun i have to agree like it was very hard for me to be like well, well i don't understand how she can possibly like match this yeah but like i do get that they were like going for like a strategy versus brute force and yes. all that stuff yeah but I don't know. It it I think it was a fun movie. I don't think it's the best of the franchise, but I did really enjoy it. Yeah. I thought Amber Midthunder did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, there was apparently a um, Comanche cut of this where like it's all in that dialect, and you oh, can really? like just read subtitles. And like oh, wow. I didn't see it on Hulu, so I don't mm-hmm. know if it was going to be released later or not. I'm have to go back and look for that. But, Very interesting. Um, I'd love to see it in that version to see Mm -hmm. how it kind of plays out in that aspect i was a little confused with like the tech that he had because it was like is it supposed to be like 
weaker tech than like we've seen the predators have before or is it like he's just choosing not to use as, as strong of tech because it just felt like he still had the basic concepts of what we've seen predators have but it just looked visually like it was primitive but it yeah. wasn't technologically primitive so right. it didn't really make sense it was to just me the appearance yeah so yeah. like I'm, I'm kind of curious like that whole aspect of it and like maybe they'll they'll play into that if they do more movies mm-hmm. um but i thought this was a fun thing Obviously, along with everybody else, my first thought watching this movie, I was like, well, now I want a period piece for every fucking, yeah. you know, Predator movie coming up, you yeah. know? Uh, I, the big one everyone wants is a samurai showdown, which we kind of got in the Predators. We had the uh, Yakuza mm-hmm. uh, guy yeah. go off against a Predator with a samurai sword. Yeah. Um, you know what I want to see, though? Hmm. I haven't heard anybody else say this, so I'm kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see a Predator go up against uh, the 300 Spartans or something like that. Oh, okay. You know, something that like, and I think it would be fun instead of just being like, this is a period piece. I think it would be really fun if they did something where it was like, it actually ties into historical events. A Predator's just like inside the Trojan horse. (laughs) Yeah. It was just a Predator the whole time. Yeah. Like, I think that would be a lot more fun to, like, be, like, they've had dealings that have actually impacted history history, yes. and, and where it's gone. Mm-hmm. Whether it be just fighting a battle that, that, you know, took out another side to, like, you know, grow another population of of, of people or whatever. Like, I think yeah. that would be really interesting. You know, the Aztec, right? They're, like, long gone, right? Yeah. So, hmm, yeah. I wonder what happened there. Yeah. Good you question. Know, fun shit like that would be... I think it would be really cool to see. Yeah. So I'd love to see like a like a gladiator type Spartan showdown with a a predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be. You pretty could have like a predator scream and then just subtitles. Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I I had a great time with this one yeah. uh, for what it was. So what's your rating? Uh, I I'll say it's a, a large slice. Okay. I think I had a good enough time, but like I said, I feel like it was, it took forever to, mm-hmm. you know, they kept just kind of like foreshadowing the, the Predators. Like, we knew it existed from the start of the fucking movie, but like, they didn't know for the longest time, and I feel like we can get past this. Like, it just, we, we know why we're here. Yeah, that's fair. All right, last on our list of movies we've seen, Bullet Train. We actually saw this in Chicago. We did, yeah. Because we had a whole day that we were not planning to be there. So we're like, yeah. you know what? Let's go see a movie with our subscription. Yep. So we did. Mm-hmm. And we found out they have way nicer seats oh, yeah. than our theater. Way nicer. They got like the, the individual. They're like the first class flight seats of theaters. Yeah, it's like a opinion. love seat kind of. And you got a cup holder on each side and each yeah. one's a recliner. But it wasn't a love seat. It was an individual seat. Well, they come in like sets of two is what I mean. Okay. Like there okay. is an armrest between you still. Yeah. But it's got like, and then they've got, the, got the swing out the table swing out with table, the cup yeah. holder. Yeah, they're so great. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, our like very small AMC here has those but they have the they have the nice chairs the, nice the reclining chairs. they don't have the tables you're right they don't have the tables all yeah that stuff but yeah yeah uh it, yeah it was a very was nice pretty theater. nice theater yeah uh so yeah we saw bullet train came out on the fifth screenplays by zach olkowitz uh zach fill in the alphabet yeah <laughs> based on maria beetle 
by Kataro Isaka. Yep. Directed by David Leach. Is it Leach or Lich? I think it's Leach. Huh? I think it's Leach. Leach? Yeah. Premise is five assassins aboard a bullet train find out their missions have something in common. <laughs> Starring Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, Andrew Koji, Haruyoki Sanada, Benito A. Martinez, Ocasio, a.k.a. Bad Bunny. Yeah. Which we know will be in a Spider-Man spinoff at some point. Yes. I had a great time with this movie. I loved it. I feel like it. it's one of those, like, I'm trying to think what I would, like, relate it to. Like, uh, like Snatch. Kind of Snatch. Lock, stock, smoking barrels kind of feel. Kind of like, okay, so I'm, I'm getting, like, Snatch, but also kind of like John Wick. Yeah, okay, um, which, which makes sense. Which does make sense, the yeah. Director. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's like other, um, like Burn After Reading, mm-hmm. I want to say, had okay, some like similarities. The yeah, the humor. Yeah. His character, I would say, also even. Also Brad Pitt, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy did a great job of looking like Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, all of the actors, all of the, like, dialogue and, mm-hmm. like, backstories behind everybody were so good i would even say like maybe even like a tarantino-esque to an extent yeah with like kind of like the the kooky characters yeah. and their conversations and the, like, like each uh, other. <laughs> the two brothers uh i don't remember there, there were fruit lemon people. and tangerine lemon and tangerine there we yeah. go yeah like i think they really reminded me of samuel jackson and john travolta a lot uh, yeah that's fair yeah that was And uh, that's in like a like a good way, not like yeah. like they stole the characters. No, very like, good way. I think it was a fun play on that dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. That was Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry. Mm-hmm. They were their dynamic was their whole thing was hilarious too. Like they just had this like yeah. weird banter back and forth constantly that was getting them into trouble. Mm-hmm. And I will say Aaron Taylor Johnson, I as worried as I kind of am for Craven. Mm-hmm. This gives me a lot of hope. Yeah. So unless Sony just fully fucks it up, like yeah, I think we're in good hands with his portrayal. I agree. Because I think he's gonna he's gonna do great. I don't know anything about Craven, but I think he's he's decent. He's got chops, so I think yeah. he's gonna do a job yeah. with whatever he needs to do. So overall, I really like this movie. I think mm-hmm. like everything about it was great. I, <laughs> I think the trailer probably gave out more than it should have. Yeah. But um, it still was entertaining when you saw those moments and all mm-hmm. that that we've already seen. Um, I think Joey King did a great job. Mm-hmm. I know she's very spotty sometimes with her. Yeah, she does some random stuff. I, I think it just depends what she takes as a, a role. But mm-hmm. like I think she did a great job yeah. in this. Um, I think the big bad and like the villain or whatever in mm-hmm. this story was really great. Like how they set that up and kind of waited and like kind of make you wonder who it is and mm-hmm. you eventually find out and it's like, what? It's crazy. So at least for me it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that payoff was kind of like weird though. Cause I feel like it was supposed to be like, we're supposed to know who it is based off the info we're given. But like, it was just like a straight up, like just, Oh, it's this actor. Yeah. Like, it was not something that you would have guessed. It's just... Right. The fun of who is the actor. It's the fun of who's the actor, yeah. And I enjoyed that. I was looking for, like, the worst, the twist. How yeah. is it going to be something Which we one already of these know about? Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, I can see what you're saying with that. Yeah. And then it was just not that at all. Yeah. So. 
yeah, it was a it was a fun time. I, everyone was great. Acting was superb. Yeah, the like the I'm action assuming scenes were stunt work great. probably was incredible. Yeah, the action scenes were so good. Mm-hmm. And a lot like, of cameos, well choreographed yeah. or whatever. Yeah, a lot of cameos. And I have to wonder, hilarious cameos. If this was filmed during the time of another film, mm-hmm. because of some of the cameos, it feels like <laughs> maybe they like filmed them back to back or uh-huh. at the same scheduling. Yeah, and I'm being vague, obviously. Yes, obviously. Spoil, yeah, but yeah, but like, you'll see. Yeah, and then you'll be like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think this was actually a dissected. This is I, definitely I really a dissected this movie. for me too. I think my only real complaint about this movie is I think it went too fast. How long have you been planning to say that? I just thought of it. Okay. You didn't plan it as soon as I did I not plan that. Okay. Here's the thing with me. Most of the time, 99.9% of the time, yeah. it's on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's, that's fair. It's very rare that I have one planned out. Okay. Um... Do you have anything else to add to that? No, okay. you just, you, you said bullet train. I was like, yeah. bullet trains are fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had your hand up like maybe you were going to say something else. I didn't want to start talking and have you add another joke in there. <laughs> gotcha. Well, maybe that's my joke because I wait till you start talking again. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. But do you know what this means? More DTF? We sure are. <laughs> it's about to get loud on this podcast. <laughs> All right. That's it for that, right? That's, that's it for that? Yep. That's it for that's our it. reviews. Yep. Stay tuned for our gaming section. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to um, leave us a rating or review on whatever podcast service you happen to be consuming us using. Uh, send us an email if you have any suggestions or requests for things you want us to cover, things you want us to talk in a never-ending way about. Follow us on all of our social medias. We've got uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're, that's Dissecting This Fiction. You can search that for pretty much all of them. On Twitter, we're DTFpod. A little bit easier. So, yeah, reach out. Hang out. Let us know. Stick around. Welcome back, if you're still with us, for the gaming section of our podcast. Not many can make it through this far. <laughs> yeah, you kudos to you. gained XP and a new level. <laughs> You open up an Easter egg. Go defeat the boss. <laughs> this is the boss? Yeah. Listening to us. <laughs> Alright, before we start with your gaming news and all that, you know, releases and, and all that good stuff, um, I have to do my shameless plug. Yeah. Uh, so I started Twitch streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Classy Cat Dad is my name. And I've been playing Halo Infinite because I found out a while back that I am really good at sticky kills. Yeah. And so I am officially the number one sticky killer in Halo Infinite. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. There's been some weird glitchiness with the site mm-hmm. that tells the ranks, but like I keep bouncing between first and second with this other guy, but like I'm in first right now as far as I know. So it's official. So it's official as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So I got 3,169 sticky kills. Nice. Yeah. You, you said it wrong. You have to say it like like you're like an old detective. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, anyone wants to go watch me stream? I don't have a, a set schedule yet, but that's my thing. Classy Cat Dad. 
mainly been playing Halo. Uh, I did play Stray, which we'll be talking about that for our review mm-hmm. th- this episode. Yeah. Um, but you can watch me play the entire game if you don't want to buy it. Or don't have PlayStation Plus. But then they'll probably want to buy it after watching you play it. That's true. Yeah. I would think. Well, I mean, just, I guess, spoiler alert then. Oh. <laughs> You'll see what happens if you watch me play it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it, huh? Mm-hmm. So, some new releases that I think everyone will be excited about. We have a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, Games with Gold. I know we're a bit late with the whole giving these out, but... Uh, We've got some games that you can still get. Yes. So games with gold for Xbox. Calico. This is a game that's available till the 31st. So you have a little bit of time still to grab this if you haven't gotten it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a indie simulator where you rebuild a cat cafe. I don't understand how I'm just now hearing about this. I've already downloaded it. Yeah. You should have told me about this years ago. Years ago. Years. Before it was ever made. Yes. Because I would have been playing it already. <laughs> Because it's two really good things. Yeah. Yeah. Cats. Yeah. And me playing with them. Yeah. I like I like simulators and stuff like that, so yeah. I feel like I'm going to be down, you know? Yeah. Have you played the um, pressure washer simulator game yet on Game Pass? I haven't. I know you told me about that. It yeah. sounds fucking it, great. It was a hit when it came out. I yeah. haven't touched it yet, but like yeah. everyone's like, yeah, this is such a fun game. Yeah, I got to check that out. I have a feeling I'm going to get pissed, though, because I think... If it's anything like, it's like was it lawn- straight simulator from my? If it's anything like lawnmower simulator, where like you had to like be perfectly straight lines you had and to shit, measure the grass with the where ruler. you had to like be perfectly straight with your lines, where there'd be like missing pieces and you yeah. like really couldn't like you get were it. A terrible lawnmower. Yeah, uh, if that's the case, then I'm gonna be pissed about it because it's like I'm gonna, I'm sure I'm gonna have difficulty controlling the fucking mm. pressure washer thing. Well, I so. guess we'll just have to play it to find out. Yeah, I will. All right. Let's yeah. get on with this. Yeah. A game called Monaco. What's yours is mine. Okay. Came out on the 16th to the 31st for Games with Gold. Uh, it's apparently an indie stealth game, so I don't really know much beyond that. Uh, but I do know is what's yours is apparently theirs. It sounds like you might be stealing things from people. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would make sense why it would be a stealth game. <laughs> yeah. And Monaco... Unless you, like... Like, diamonds come to mind. Feel really bad about stealing stuff, and so yeah. the game is you sneaking back into the places that you've stolen To give from, it back? To give it back. <laughs> Maybe. Monaco makes me think, think of, like, rich people and, like, diamonds, so... Oh, okay. I'm assuming it's gonna be, like... And based on the subtitle, I'm assuming it's, like, you're gonna be stealing a bunch of shit from rich yeah. people. Uh, last for games with Gold Scourgebringer. Uh, available until September 15th. It's a hack and slash platformer. So, a bit different than the others, it looks like. Mm-hmm. All right, Game Pass. Uh, As Dusk Falls came out in end of July. That's a story-driven, kind of like Telltale-type game where you make decisions and stuff. And uh, I'm interested in it, but okay. uh, it, it seems like it's a slow burn type thing. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation. We have the PlayStation Essential, because everything has been changed with their PlayStation Plus and how they do this. So, mm-hmm. the standard Essential lineup, uh, they have Yakuza Like a Dragon available for PS4 or PS5. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Cross-Gen Deluxe Bundle for PS4 or PS5. And Little Nightmares for PS4. 
So those are all available if you have PlayStation Essential, which is the lowest tier. Nice. I have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on disc, but now I'm like, hmm, I should get that since we have a digital PS5. Oh, good point. Then I could play it on PS5 mm-hmm. and not have to worry about the disc. Yeah. I could use that as like a Frisbee or something. Yeah, or like a coaster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, we talked about it already, Stray came out and is available for anybody who has PlayStation Extra or premium okay so as long as you have one of those top two tiers you could play this and of course that's how we did yeah so yeah we'll talk about that later on and last for playstation last of us part one this is the remake that's for ps5 uh will be coming out on september 2nd for anybody interested to me i feel like that's a big mistake that they didn't just put that on playstation plus as a incentive for the, the service but yeah Whatever. Sony's going to be Sony. Mm-hmm. Back to PS3 days, it, it seems. True. All right, Switch. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 came out on uh, end of July, and so that's a popular title. I think my brother said he bought that. Yeah, you're, it. You're, I feel like I heard you talking about it yeah. recently. Uh, Mario Kart came out with their new booster course wave earlier in the month, mm-hmm. and that's, so that's available if you have either the online service or if you have purchased it for like $20 I think it is maybe 25 okay um so I will probably talk about that next episode playing it of course right you're just like well you just did so <laughs> we'll bring it up again yeah and just every episode just wanted to bring up how I talked about uh, Mario Kart <laughs> came out last week yeah and, uh, good times all right, multi-platform, we have a handful of stuff. Bright Memory Infinite came out uh, late July, and that is a first-person arcade shooter that is... I don't know if it's exclusive to Xbox as far as consoles go. I know it's on PC as well. Mm. It's fun. It's short. It's like a, a like I think a one-guy team made the game, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And if you have bought the demo that they came out with, when the Series X first came out, they give you a $5 discount on buying this one. Nice. So, for those that, that are interested. Uh, I want to throw this on there. Spider-Man, the, the Marvel PS4 game that they've redone on PS5, got a PC release. So anybody who has not been able to play that because they do not have PlayStation can play it on PC now. One of my uh, like friends that I've been playing that like mobile game with was all excited about that. They were like, "Yes, I've been waiting for this to come to yeah, PC." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're lucky because yeah. uh, when it first came out, it was not planned to be yeah, coming to PC. Yeah, so, they're so jazzed. Yeah, it's it. I think we might even have news about like the this how exclusives kind of look like they might be heading. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Saints Row reboot came out on the twenty third. Not hearing good things on the the reviews for this one. Oh, really? Okay. So, I don't know. I know you were interested in it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like... I mean, obviously, there's we still haven't even fucking played <laughs> Saints Row 4, right? So, yeah. it's, yeah, not, it's, like, no, we, it's uh, not like we, we need to that, play it. We bought that like many years yeah, ago. Yeah, we're like, oh yeah, we're going to play this. to like now. Yeah, it's I think it's on PlayStation Plus. Story of our lives. It's just like everywhere. Yeah, we need to stop just buying games. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of to an extent have. Yeah, that's true. We've gotten better. Yeah. Yeah, but unless this does hit Game Pass or PlayStation, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection, comes out on August 30th. Right. I don't know why I'm lying to you. I'm probably just going to buy this. I know you Because yeah. <laughs> Turtles in Time alone yeah. is going to get me wanting this game. Yeah. What's so special about that one? I just really like Turtles in Time. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think I've ever... I don't know if I've ever played these. Any of those. They're so. just all the old school retro games yeah. that they're putting in a collection. Yeah. Um... Actually, the on 360, I think it was. I don't know if it was on PlayStation, but Xbox 360 had a remake of Turtles in Time. It was all 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was some weird licensing issue that came up after. And then, like, they took it off the store. Oh. So the only way to have that game now is if you just had it downloaded before they pulled it. Oh, wow. And I had bought the game when yeah. it came out. Yeah. Uh, but I had not had it downloaded, oh, and so no. I don't have access to it. Did they refund you? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I don't. That's, I don't think that's a thing. Oh, I don't know. That sucks. I mean, it wasn't like the next day. It was like a while later. Wait, okay. That's, but like, it just sucks. Cause that it's sucks. Like, yeah. It's like I probably would never have thought about the game ever again. But because I was like told that like now I can't have it, I'm like, oh. Now you never stop thinking I'm, about it. Now I'm like, <laughs> the days to play that game. Yeah. You stay awake at night thinking yeah. about if you had been yeah. able to play that game. Brushing a, a picture frame. Yeah. Like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. It's just a picture of that game. Yeah. All right. Last on our multi-platform list for new releases. Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed comes out on the 30th as well. Interesting though. It showed PS5, Xbox Series XS, and Xbox One and PC. It did not say anything about PS4, so I am not clear if PS4 has this game. And I don't know why it wouldn't if it's on Xbox One. Interesting. So, maybe it was just a typo on the releases. Maybe. But, I don't know. That's for somebody who wants it on PS4 to find out, I guess. Good luck. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, let's get into our news. I got some bad news for you. Well, I guess good news. Technically. Okay. So remember Hogwarts Legacy was delayed. Yes. But we never got like an official date. Yeah. Well, now we do. February 10th, 2023. Okay. Yeah, I heard about this. So I guess it's like, yeah, it's delayed, but we already knew it was delayed. We just now have now a date. Now we have a date. And yeah. it's fairly early in the year, so. Yeah. It could be worse. Yeah. It could be February 11th. <laughs> yeah. 2023. Yeah. Or February 29th. Yeah. Unless there's a leap year this year. Uh, Or next year. Okay. You don't have to look too far into it. It was clearly a joke. Oh, wow. (laughs) Someone's defensive about leap years. Okay. Or did I make too much of a leap about that assumption? Yeah, you did. All right. Disney Marvel has announced a gaming showcase for September 9th. uh, Announcing titles for Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel, and more. Updates for Midnight Suns, Lego Star Wars, and Disney Dreamlight Valley will be at the event. Do they ever do anything on a day that, like, I can watch? This is such garbage. That's a Friday. At least it's not February 29th. Yeah. I guess you're right. I mean, it's, it's going to be the thing you just watch on YouTube when you I know, get but home, that's right? The, it's not it's like it's like... I just feel like they're event. always, like, random Tuesdays and Wednesdays and shit. I think it's right before uh, D23. I think it's, like, uh-huh. a, like, an intro to that. That makes sense. Um... But I, I'm curious, do you think it's going to have like a lot of stuff or do you think it's going to be like very like 
basic. Like, we're probably not going to get anything on Wolverine, right? I doubt it. Or, like, the new Spider-Man for PS5, right? Like, they're not going to... Do you think Sony has, like, a say in those ones kind of being saved for their events or their marketing? Probably. Since it's, like, more of an exclusive to the the Sony console? Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. State of play, I guess is what they call them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm kind of not expecting a whole lot out of it, but we'll see. Maybe we'll get some big su- surprises. Maybe there'll be some new stuff. Because if it is D23 related, then it's like they're going to want that publicity, right? Yeah. And this is a good sign that like they're getting serious about gaming for their properties. Yes. And maybe we'll see Microsoft get some good stuff coming up. I mean, you know, we've gotten stuff, but like maybe exclusives if, if that's still a thing that we're we're seeing happen now yeah all right uh activision has announced that the fifth and final season of call of duty warzone will begin on august 24th uh so i guess that means we're gonna be moving on to warzone 2 possibly i guess pretty soon we know that the modern warfare 2 remake comes out on october 28th uh there is a call of duty showcase on september 15th so maybe they'll announce something new about Warzone 2. Okay. And whether it's going to have any kind of exclusivity with Microsoft. Yeah. I don't think it will because it's a free-to-play game. But yeah, who knows? Maybe there'll be something fun to, to announce. Yeah. All right. Dead Island 2, Day 1 Edition, and Hella Edition. <laughs> yeah. Now on Amazon for pre-order with a February 3rd release date. For next year. Hmm. Seven days before Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. So they're really trying to steal that crowd. Yeah. It seems like a crossover crowd. Do you like magical mischief? <laughs> Come play a zombie apocalypse game. Yeah. So, okay. I have, uh, I have beef with this. Okay. Well, first off, this game was announced in 2014. Wow. That's how long it's been since this game was announced. That's crazy. And how how dark it's been since its announcement. People were like, has this been canceled? Many times over. Mm-hmm. So it, it is kind of shocking to see this even a thing still. All right. So Dead Island 2 takes place across the most iconic locations of the city of Los Angeles, stained with horror and an exciting pulp journey from the verd- verdant suburbia of Beverly Hills to the quirky promenade of venice beach okay that's the description of the game okay okay so i have a problem with the fact that they're calling it the hella edition for one of the versions of this game okay because when i was young mm-hmm. i grew up in the okay so obviously i grew up norcal yeah not socal norcal okay okay at, at, at that time there was you know there's a divide there was state divide there was yeah. you know you had to pick a side yeah um Whenever I would go to SoCal for hockey tournaments, mm-hmm. um, us NorCal people would say the word hella. Mm-hmm. We describe things as hella. I think it's pretty common now. I don't. Yeah. I think like, th- the world says it now. But yeah, at the time, hard. nobody really understood that term. But yeah. the people from NorCal, as far as I was aware. Yeah. And I went to SoCal many times for those things. And I would say hella to people who were from the area, and they'd be like, what are you saying? What is that word? Yeah. It even got me to make a joke at some point to tell people that we say heavena as well. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, no, it was bad. <laughs> But it, but it, it emphasizes my point yeah. that that's a thing that NorCal supposedly said. And SoCal was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So now to see that there's a game coming out and the developer is trying to strut this as like, oh, hella is a Los Angeles term. No, it fucking isn't. You go fuck yourself. Are they trying to say it's a London? Well, why else would it be called a hella edition? Because it's supposed to come with a bunch of stuff. With hella stuff. But the term hella... Is being used, yeah, with a game that's associated with Los Angeles. Yeah, but I assume I assumed they were using the word "hella" because they're trying to say there's hella stuff. So you think that they're just using it. it in a general Generically, sense? Yeah. They don't. They're not saying that this is a a SoCal Los Angeles that's, term. Yeah, that's not the impression I got. Well, but that's the one I got. I mean, I also well, that might a, just be my like, you know, my young beef divide. Yeah, your young beef divide. <laughs> Sounds really gross. <laughs> I have some, I have some beef with this too. It's for a different reason. Mm-hmm. It's because if why don't you just say Hell Edition? You have a lot of fucking time to waste. I guess they do have a lot of time to waste. Yeah, Hella Edition. Like that's yeah. annoying. I mean, to say. And then they wasted all of our time because I'm sitting here saying, yeah, Hella Edition Multiple instead times. of just Hell Edition. Yeah, and like I know I could have been fucking finishing up the Lord of the Rings <laughs> Extended Edition trilogy. We could by have been now. done recording by now. <laughs> Which is almost as long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my interpretation was they're just saying like, oh, it comes with a lot of stuff. Okay, well. Because hella is usually like it's... I guess it's just perspective. Yeah. You know? I, it seems like you took it personally. I <laughs> didn't not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I did say I had beef. That's typically what that means. If you have beef, it's not like, it's not personal. No, I know. You know. <laughs> Where did the term I have beef with something like come from? Like what? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But it shifted to dinner. That's, okay. It's what's for dinner. Yeah. You know, beef is what's for dinner. Yeah. Unless Stovetop was trying to say our food, our product is for families that fight at the dinner table. You what? Know? They're like beef. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> now I want. Is that not a, is that, that's a Stovetop thing, right? Hamburger Helper? Wasn't that the, the beef? Beef it's what's for dinner was for the like just, American Beef it Association. Beef. It was just beef. It was like the people that Those were the days, right? Yeah. Where just <laughs> generic just... products had advertising. Yeah. It's like can you imagine like toilet paper? It's what you use to yeah. wipe your ass with. <laughs> like <laughs> No shits about it. <laughs> toilet paper, no shits about it. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. There was like the whole push for milk, and like you yeah. don't see the like got milk anymore. But mm-hmm. they were really fun commercials. Yeah, they I were. will say I did enjoy those commercials. Yeah, yeah. It's what like they pushed about? milk and then they pushed beef. <laughs> so it wasn't stovetop. No, it wasn't. But I was in my head was like it was hamburger like helper. Hamburger helper, yeah. And so I was like, yeah, they're they're just promoting their product to people who fight at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. You know, beef. It's what's for dinner. But yeah. really, it's just the beef farmers that. Yeah. That's their demographic they're going for. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move on? I, I guess. <laughs> Why? Do you have I forgot beef? what you were talking about. For Do you me. have beef with the conversation? <laughs> no, I don't have beef with the conversation. Okay. We'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, oh, right. So the Hella Edition. Yeah. Did I say it? Did I flow it enough? That I it, think so, okay. yeah. I don't want to waste more time. Uh, it includes a still book. Season expansion pass, Venice Beach travel map, six Slayer tarot cards, two pin badges, one patch, 
one bonus weapon pack, two additional DLC packs, and memories of Benoi pack. Yeah. Benoi. Benoi. Yeah. Uh, and a partridge and a pear tree. Pear tree. Yeah. It sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. GTA Six will feature a playable female protagonist and takes place in Vice City. This is via Bloomberg. Uh, Latina woman will be one of two leading characters in the game, and the story is influenced by the infamous bank robbers Bonnie and Clyde. The report goes on to say Rockstar will continually update GTA 6 over time to add new missions and even entire cities on a regular basis. Okay. Vice City, that's supposed to be Miami, right? Yes. Okay. And there was a GTA Vice City back no, on like I know. the That's... PS2, I think it was. Yeah, I remember that existing, and I, I feel like I remember it being based on Miami. So, mm-hmm. Actually, a really fun game. Actually, I, I think I have it on PlayStation. They had like the ports, I think, on PS3. I think I bought them all when they were on sale. Nice. Yeah, so, I mean... I don't know why they have to always go back to the... No, no, no announcement though. when this game's coming out, though. Keep no. that in mind. Yeah. Of course, they're still trying to sell PS... Or uh, GTA 5. Yeah. To, to everybody they're, they're like is there any aliens out there in on mars <laughs> yeah. or the moon that, that wants like, to waste a lot of money would like to buy our shark cards mm-hmm. all right uh you're gonna get a kick out of this one <laughs> yeah. sims 4 had an update accidentally uh adding incest this is via kotaku yeah uh so it received a big free update that added curved walls body hair and new wants and fears uh, it accidentally added incest and fast aging to characters. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a lot of drama about this. <laughs> in the Sims groups I'm in. What kind of drama could well, like, just spawn like, from well, this? Because whenever you're playing, people that play the Sims, some people play like these, like it's what they call a legacy mm-hmm. timeline that you're playing. And so your goal is to like keep the family timeline, like the, the, uh, the extended family alive like you follow a family through generations mm-hmm. and so you have like people that you're like well this person has to be with this person and they have to like have babies and do whatever to like continue the fucking family tree right yeah but then people were like shitting their pants because they're like uh this this like heir to my family whatever legacy thing it just had a baby like they just got pregnant from their brother or whatever and like i don't know what to do mm-hmm. and then yeah it was just a whole i'm thinking this was intentional oh yeah i'm thinking they were like game of thrones this fucking game yeah like, let's get it. people heated. why not yeah uh so also Remember, I feel like you had a conversation about how people did like the 99 baby challenge in the game. 100 baby. Wait. 100 baby challenge? Yeah, 100 baby challenge. Well, yeah. Whatever. Like 99 yeah. babies. Of... <laughs> and on the wall. The next one. <laughs> 99 babies on the wall. 99 yeah. babies splatter on yeah. the wall. <laughs> yeah, 100 baby challenge. Yes. Okay. So, like, that would make this a lot easier. That's true. In a way. Just have them, like, breed with so, each like, other. So, like, someone was probably, like, speed running. Yeah, a hundred baby challenge and get yeah. it done in like a couple minutes. Yeah, that's true because they would age up fast too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And it doesn't matter who you're banging. Yeah, you can bang but anybody. The hundred baby challenge has rules. You're not supposed to do like. You certain think you're cheats. gonna accidentally add the uh, bestiality at some point? Like no. you accidentally can have sex with a dog. No, but you know what they do have? They've had bugs with some of the updates where, um, like, because you get like the characters get like little emotions and they're like. 
Oh yeah, they had a, like a like a, a how PMS. They, uh, how they no, it's like how you feel about someone. Like if somebody walks in the room, it can be like disgusted, and it'll be like this person's so dis- so ugly, I can't look at them or something. Wow. And then there's other ones that are like oh like dreamy or whatever and like oh this person's like so i'm so into them and like they have had that where like the pets will get the like emotional thing that's like i'm attracted to this person yeah it's really weird i'm sure it's buggy okay not to get too real (laughs) do they have suicide in the game um not uh like officially but (laughs) do tell more well there's like there's a whole black market for it there's mods that allow it but not officially in the game, no. Because I was just thinking, like, what if somebody was like, you're so ugly, I don't even want to look at you with like that feeling stuff you're talking mm-hmm. about. And then the AI character yeah. gets so sad that it, like, kills himself. Oh, yeah, I don't... And then it's like, you know, to simulate that, like, how you should react knowing that you just caused somebody to do something so drastic because right. of your because actions. Because of your actions. Even though you didn't have any actions, you were just, like, grossed out. But, like, that's your action was, was being treating them out. like they were not worth existing. Got it. Um, no, I'm and pretty... And then you went and had sex with the dog. <laughs> Sick. I'm almost 100% certain that the uh, that there is no, like, suicide in the game officially. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Whatever. All right. But it, there, it comes in when one of the mods... I mean, I'm not that... saying there should be. I assume there wouldn't be just out of, like, cautionary Yeah, because it's not, like, reasons. rated MA or anything. So, I think it's, like, rated T for teen... Yeah. Yeah. Or time to die. Yeah. So. Uh, but there's definitely mods. Or teen incest. No. Uh, there's mods that like do like, you can do like hard drugs and you can have people that are like uh, yeah. addicts and you can have people that are like serial killers, no. all kinds of stuff. There's weird do mods. Do they have an easy mode for the hard drugs? No. So the people that like, oh, well, I can't play this because I like the games easy. Like, they yeah. can't just do the hard drugs then. That no. sucks. Yeah. You know? You yeah. should make your games accessible for everybody. Yeah. That's what I've learned. Yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok has an official release for uh, November 9th of this year. They announced a shit ton of different versions of this game. So there's a standard edition that's priced at 60 for PS4. A standard edition for PS5 priced at 70 they have a god of war ragnarok collector's edition for ps5 priced at 200 dollars. good god does it come with like a statue or something? i think there's other versions too that are like digital versions but like those are the three main ones okay okay oh yeah so here's another one so that's 200 dollars, right this Mm -hmm. is the next one god of war ragnarok jotnar edition for ps5 is priced at 260 dollars the fuck why like, what do they come with that makes them so uh, expensive? I don't know. There's like a whole bunch of it. Like, okay. You could find it on There's got to be like a it, statue like, or something I was involved. looking at it and I was like, I don't care about any of this stuff. And I usually don't with the like collector well, stuff Well, if you didn't care days. about it, there probably isn't even a statue, which leads me to believe it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think there was like a hammer, but it wasn't cool looking. Okay. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. It's um, very expensive. So, here's where I'm like shocked that this is a... Like, and this thing sold out. Two, six, the $260 edition sold out instantly. What? When it was released. Ha- okay? Here's what th- that blows my mind about this whole idea. Is when the PlayStation Vita launched, mm-hmm. it was $249 for the Wi-Fi only version. 
and it was $299 for the AT&T 3G version, which allowed you to play it, you know, out on the go as well. Oh, okay. Um, so the standard Wi-Fi version was cheaper than this Ragnarok special edition. Yeah. Okay. By mm-hmm. $10. Yeah. The Vita failed miserably because people wouldn't buy it. Yeah. I mean, there was more variables to it than that. But, like, the basic senses is people thought that was too expensive for a handheld device, which Mm -hmm. was very fucking impressive for its time. No shit. And so I'm confused how people can say that about, like, a literal console in your hand. actual (laughs) console. That was, like, at the time, like, PS3 level graphics. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then go buy just a game. That you would have had to buy the console to play it on. Yeah. For even more than that game cost. That's insane. I don't understand it. I just thought that was crazy. Yeah. Inflation. This makes me like shocked that the Vita failed and just like. I don't think people were ready for it. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And I guess phones kind of like probably affected that too because like you could play games on your phone that looked just as good and all that but like at the same time phones weren't that advanced back then though like you could play games on them but like i feel like there were smartphones at the time yeah but they weren't mainstream it wasn't like everybody had a smartphone was it i don't think it was that far i'm trying to remember when the vita came out do i have it on here i don't know i do not have it on here i'll look it up i want to say it came out in like 2011 yeah, December 2011. So, I don't think... I mean, I might have had a smartphone by then, but it, like, I know December of 2010, I had a fucking LG Envy thing that was, like, kind of a smartphone, but it wasn't... It's the one with, like, the slide-out keyboard shit. I'm gonna be honest. I can't remember what phone I had in 2011. I, think I was you in had college. The, I know you had the same phone as me. You had the same phone as me for a while, so I'm assuming you had it around the same time. That that was the flip phone with the keyboard? Not, not flip, slide. Slide phone with the keyboard? Yeah. Okay. There were two different ones, but... Jeez, I don't even know when I got a smartphone then. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know when I first got a smart, smartphone either. Like, I think my first, like, kind of smartphone after that was I had, like, a... I had a BlackBerry for a minute when Verizon first got BlackBerry, but that mm. didn't go very well. So I'm a, I don't know. I have to check and see when I first got a smartphone as well. Okay. I mean, it, whatever. The point I'm making is yeah. like, if people are willing to pay this much for a freaking game. Yeah. Without even bringing up the console yeah. that you have to pay for. Yeah. It's just crazy that the Vita failed. Yeah, that's nuts. All right, moving on. Uh, apparently, this is really good news for us. And by us, I mean me and my friends. Yeah. Because obviously it doesn't really affect... You and me, because we're in the same house. Okay. But Xbox is testing Game Pass family sharing in Colombia and Ireland. Uh, so those two areas are getting the test for the service. Uh, it says, starting today in Colombia and Ireland, Xbox Insiders can begin to preview a plan that sh- allows multiple people to share Game Pass Ultimate benefits. Oh, wow. Tyler... Mill Deer wrote on Xbox Wire, this makes it even easier to play the best Game Pass games with friends and family across console, PC, and cloud by enabling you to add up to four people to your subscription. Interesting. All with their own unique access to Game Pass, Ultimate Games, content, and benefits. 
Very interesting. So technically, you could go five people because it's you plus four. It's you. Well, six people then. Okay. You plus four because I could technically share just the consoles within our house. Right. Through you know one being a primary and then the one that's not the primary, I just log in with my account that has the game yeah. pass. And then technically those two The can, question is if they're going to change that. They're going to take that away yeah. in place of this? Yeah, that's I mean, my, don't give them that idea. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to have to delete that. I don't that. think they're... Don't I'm going to delete listen. that. Okay. I know Phil's always listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. But technically you get at least six by that logic. Yes. That's true. Anyways, I, I'm excited. I hope that it, it goes through. Yeah, because you'll get your friends to be able to play more games. Yeah, well, not not Rob. He he's, he's not invited. He's not invited because he doesn't seem to care about Game Pass. Yeah, he'd rather buy two games a year than pay for Game Pass and have a shit ton of games. Yeah, one idiot. Uh mm-hmm. huh. All right, moving on. Bayonetta 3 releases on October 28th of this year, and it will include a naive angel mode to censor some explicit scenes for all ages to play. Oh, okay. I don't even think this game has nudity. It must just be like... She has like some big old cleavage. Is that why? That's probably what it is. Because I don't... I mean, I've played a little bit of the first game, but I don't remember these games having nudity. If they do, it's news to me. But they've always been tied to like... I guess the first games were on... Xbox and PlayStation, I think. But I always consider them like Nintendo things. I don't know. Anyways. Got some bad news for uh, Lord of the Rings Golem. Uh Uh-oh. Game's been delayed for Polish. Shocking. It was planned to release in September, and it will now release a few months later. They said, "We we are dedicated to meeting our community's expectations and uncovering the untold story of Golem in a way that honors the vision of J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, that being said, in order to deliver the best possible experience, we have decided to push the release of Lord of the Rings Golem by a few months. We'll update with an exact timing in the near future. Okay. And that's from the publisher. I kind of wonder, I mean, maybe they do need to polish it, but it does seem interesting I that mean, they're pushing it back and then the Lord of the Rings TV show is coming out. Well, that's coming out in September. In September, I know, but this. So you want it to be like they want to come out after the show's over. Yeah, to like prolong the the interest. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm wondering. Maybe, maybe it could just be polished because it's like a typical thing in the video game world these days. Yeah, it's possible. But it does. It is an interesting thing. That's all. I mean, it kind of makes me laugh to hear the word polish with a game that looks really fucking ugly, in my opinion. (laughs) The graphics just look terrible. They look like something you'd see on like. PS2 and Xbox cell shaded. Maybe they decided to like start from scratch. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless they make it completely like realistic like Unreal looking, Engine or something. I don't see how it looks very appealing to anybody. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. All right. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is indefinitely delayed. This is via Bloomberg. Uh, Jason Schreier has reported that developer Aspire has fired two directors. And told staff the project is on pause. Oh. So there is no word on when this will be coming out or if it ever will be coming out. Bummer. At this point. And this is a perfect example of why you don't fucking announce things. Yeah. Way too early. Yeah, that's true. When all you have is a title. Like, you don't announce things. Like, it... 
Plus, like, how much fun would that be to, like, whenever you get an announcement, it's like, oh, it'll be out in two months. Yeah. It'll be out in a month. Like, how fucking, like, they did that with some games, I think, at, like, uh, I think one of the E3s, there was a game, like, a big title. Yeah. That was announced, and mm-hmm. it was like, comes out in a couple months. And mm-hmm. people were just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, so excited. So, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, we got an announcement of a game called The Lost Wild uh, during an Annapurna event. And it's developed by Great Ape Games and appears to be a first-person survival horror-style game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it has dinosaurs in it. Okay. There's no release yet. And it is set for Steam. So I'm hoping maybe it'll get a console release as well. I mean, worst case, you can play with a fucking console controller on your PC. That's true. That's true. I haven't really dabbed into the... Dabbled into yeah, that whole... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you mean that. Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm not hip enough to know the difference. (laughs) Especially because I say hip. Yeah. Uh, Some Marvel news. Black Panther is apparently getting a video game in the works via GameSpot. Uh, Reporter Jeff Grubb from Giant Bomb said, It will be an open world single player origin story created by a new studio founded by a former head at Monolith Productions. It'll take place after the previous Black Panther has died, so players must take on the challenge of becoming the new Black Panther. Hmm. That's kind of a touchy storyline to yeah. have with the whole situation of of the actor, yeah, Chadwick Boseman, yeah, that's passing, a... you know, in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a bit much. Uh, I wonder if that was something that they didn't realize when they were doing this game. If, I mean, I, it says early development, though. That's true. That is really weird that they would do that then. Seems a little insensitive, I feel like. Yeah, but it's totally canon to the character, right? Yeah, like, I guess. In the comics and stuff. Yeah, there's no window for release yet. I would assume this is a multi-platform. Yeah. And Monolith, they're the ones that did um, Shadow War and all that stuff, right? I think so, So, yes. that's makes sense. The description, open world, single player origin story. Like, it, it all kind of... Yeah. It makes sense now. Uh, also, that's a game that we will probably be seeing, but now we found out there's a game that we will never be seeing. Mm-hmm. Marvel apparently canceled an open-world Iron Man game. That's Avalanche nice. Studios was be was going to make the game. They're the studio behind Just Cause, that whole series. Mm-hmm. Uh, co-founder Christopher Sundberg said in an interview with MinMax... Uh, that it was a game where you would just take off and just fly anywhere. Ability to punch enemies through the walls with Iron Man's repulsor gloves. That would have been really cool. Not really Sounds sure like why it would have been really that. fucking fun, right? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they just couldn't figure out how to get the uh, mechanics to work right. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Call up EA and be like, hey, so yeah. you know that uh, game that failed miserably, but you had that really cool uh, flying mechanic like Iron Man? Yeah. Let's just kind of get that from you guys. Yeah, let's just take that. You don't need it anymore. What was that game even called? Anthem? Anthem. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am putting my foot down. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, it was Anthem. <laughs> I was confident and then I was like, wait, no, yeah. that's wrong. <laughs> no, I do it all the time. Okay. All right. Uh, some exciting news for me, and I guess maybe you. Okay. 
I don't know. I don't know how much you care, but I, we've had this conversation. Okay. There is a new Aliens game in development by Servios, uh, who partnered with 20th Century Games. This will be set between the events of Alien and Aliens, and is unrelated to Aliens Dark Descent, which is the top-down dungeon crawler looking game that we were talking about. Okay. Uh, Servios primarily develops VR titles like Creed Rise to Glory and describe this project as a single player immersive action horror game. It sounds right up your alley. Yup. <laughs> uh, it's being made on Unreal Engine 5 for PC, console, and VR. Nice. So I'm wondering if it's going to be more like a um, alien isolation, but like hopefully with like guns, more of a shooter. I hope. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I'm excited. Probably won't see this for a very long time. I'm excited for you. Uh, And then in similar news for Alien games, uh, the Alien Fireteam Elite game has crossplay now for people who are into that game. Sweet. Yeah. I played a little bit on Game Pass. It's it's fine. I think it would be more fun if I had like a a group of people to play with. Yeah. Playing with randos, it's just not that great. No one really works together. Yeah, that sounds about right. Except for me, obviously. You work together with yourself? Well, like, I'm working together <laughs> with them. They just aren't working together with me. Got it, got it. Know? Okay. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. All right. Uh, Skate 4 will officially be called Skate and be free to play with cross-play slash progression. This was announced, I think, a little bit ago the during the E3 time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Skate was coming back. So Cool. I mean, that's very interesting that they are going that route with this game. Not something that I'm, like, excited for personally, but, like, it'll be interesting. I guess it's like, well, they're going to just make, like, a bunch of microtransaction shit for, like, the skateboards and Yeah, to, clothing, like, buy different wheels Characters, and stuff like that. Probably. Okay. Uh, Xbox All Access is coming to Verizon. A little bit of Xbox news here. Hmm. Uh, so Verizon customers who qualify through a credit check can get an Xbox Series X or Xbox Series S with two years of Game Pass Ultimate for $0 down and pay monthly over the two years with 0% APR. This is similar to what you can do with smartphone plans. So you would be paying $35 a month for an Xbox Series X and $25 a month for a Series S. Interesting. So basically, you can buy a console through Verizon with like a payment plan. It's not like, it's, yeah. I guess it's like them trying to expand the, well, all access is literally what they're doing, right? They're just giving it to another retailer versus. Yeah. So like, how much is a Series X like normally right now? 600? Um, Series X is, is it 600? I don't know. I'm just making that up. 500, I think. Okay. So. Two years times $35 a month is $840. Oh, no. You're definitely paying for the Game yeah. Pass. You're not, like, okay. getting it for free. Yeah. You're, best, you're definitely paying into it. I think mm-hmm. you save a little bit of money. Um, but the whole idea is can just kind of make payments. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's nice, I guess. It's just to reach more people, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah. But at the same time, that also kind of means that they must have no issues with the uh, supply. If yeah. If they can introduce another chain of you know to get the console through yeah exactly unless they're going to limit where it goes elsewhere for it maybe all right 
Uh, last in our gaming news, uh, a little bit of PlayStation. So they announced a PlayStation Stars program. Uh, it's a reward program for gamers on the Sony platform. And this was via their PlayStation blog saying that free to join when it launches this year. Uh, it earned rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Monthly, monthly check-ins. Uh, campaign simply requires you to play an play any game to receive a reward. Other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, or even be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title in your local time zone. Sony is focused on increasing PS5 supply for the holidays as well. So that's good news for people who don't have a PS5 yet and are are looking. That's true. I know that's been a, a struggle for some people. Yeah. So that's interesting, huh? They're they're basically doing like the the reward thing that Xbox does with their uh, Microsoft points, right? You know, we get every once in a while we can get like five dollars or something mm-hmm. or ten dollars through Microsoft if we do enough Just reward for, like, things. Doing a bunch of little things. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Game Pass incorporated that whole concept into yeah. it. You could do it on your web browser and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it looks like PlayStation's now doing this, and I'm I'm actually glad to see that because I feel like it's about time. Yeah, it's been a long time. I was expecting them to do this many years ago. So I'm really excited to see this. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of make it a little bit more fun to like being the first to platinum game. Like it, it'll kind of add more of like a fun competition for people. Yeah. Luckily, it's like in your time zone, not like ever. Yeah. <laughs> the entire world. Yeah. You're just never going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I probably will never get it still, but at least I have a better chance. <laughs> yeah. That's it for our news. Yeah. Um, we did play Stray. Yes, this we did. came out on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC, I believe. Yes. Um, to be determined if it's going to be on Xbox at some point, or Switch even. Developed and published by Blue 12 and Annapurna Interactive. It's a single player, semi open world puzzle platformer. It's a mouthful. That's, that's literally what I was going to say. <laughs> or at least it's my mouthful. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I just struggled with it. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a lot. Yeah. So let's talk about this game. Yeah. Uh, this was obviously a game that I was really hyped for because it's literally about a cat who travels this apocalyptic robot world mm-hmm. uh, discovering a story about like what's happening. And, and solving puzzles. And solving puzzles and yeah. shit. And yeah. like you literally play as a cat. Mm-hmm. There's no real like audio you know you're not talking to people you're just kind of yeah there's like meowing like they're talking to you yeah. but like you don't really have the ability to communicate back and when they're directly. talking it's not even really dialogue it's like you see what they say on the screen mm-hmm. but it's and there's like a noise happening but it's not words that you're hearing yeah it's whatever robot language mm-hmm. yeah so this is about a I think it was about five hours for me to complete the game how long did it take you no idea. Like maybe six at most, I would think. Maybe. I think I, t- I took a lot longer than you because in the beginning I was doing things a little differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Will it tell me on my PlayStation app? I'm just curious. Uh, it might tell you. I don't know if they tell you the, how long you played it for. Okay. I just know through the Twitch stream that I had mm. played for about five and a half hours, I think. Gotcha. So overall, I actually really did enjoy this game. I think it was simpler than I thought it was going to be. I was I don't I don't want to say I was disappointed, but I was kind of like expecting more as far as the variety of mechanics. 
mm-hmm. and like kind of I guess the level of gameplay that you would have in this and it felt like it was very like small scale very linear it wasn't as much as I thought it was gonna be like I don't I guess in my head it was a much bigger game than it ended up being but like I had fun with it I think that it you know it was a very compelling <laughs> at least start to this like, the game because yeah it, you know you start out with like you're this little ginger cat walking with your family your cat yeah. family and then all yeah. of a sudden you fall down this ditch and then you're isolated from the rest of your cat family. And like, yeah. That's hella depressing. Yeah, it starts out on a really it's low really note. Bleak. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? That, I, that's not what I signed up for. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I guess, like, incentive for the game is to, to, like, try to get back to your family. Yeah. And, like, get through all this shit. You know, it's got all these really basic puzzles. Um, they had, like, a lot of, like, side quests you could do that are just kind of... They don't really help you necessarily as far as improving your character i think your character is pretty much default but like they give you some fun easter egg stuff if you uh do some side stuff but like it doesn't really like help you beat the game yeah like there's like that music thing that Mm -hmm. you have to find the different like like the the notes for the uh the guitar playing robot and then you know you got like a trophy for that or whatever yeah you know stuff like that and there's like cloth or something for this old lady yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the funnest part for me was just the way that you could play as a like you could just be a cat yes like you could just fuck around every little thing you could you, you know you could scratch a mat you could yeah claw a couch you can yep jump up on any surface you could like curl up in a ball and just like sleep for a while yeah there's locations yeah. <laughs> you could just take a nap and you just watch the cat nap I think there's even a trophy that was like if you nap for watch <laughs> the cat nap for like x amount of time yeah i was I like okay so you just turn that on and then walk away yeah yeah <laughs> and there's one where you yeah you get like a you have to change the channel you have to touch the remote to change yeah, the there channel was other, a bunch like, of times trophies and all yeah. that stuff but um there's random stuff you can interact I, with i just really loved like the whole like uh like i, I think it was circle you could just press circle and you just keep meowing different yeah. tones of meows yeah and i just loved how simple but like entertaining it was to mm-hmm. do such st- yeah stupid things like that yeah um you could knock things off counters yeah you know you, could, you could bat them or yeah. yeah it just like such stupid things but they were yeah. so fun like to do quintessential cat activities yeah like, that's what i liked about it like i didn't like yeah the story was entertaining to a point it was a little slow for mm-hmm. me because i think it took me a little longer to get through pieces mm-hmm. of the story because of the pl- gameplay. Yeah. I would have liked more action. I felt like it was more puzzle heavy than mm-hmm. it was like fighting enemies. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the puzzles were like so basic that you occasionally were stumped because you're like, at least for me, I was like, Oh, I know I got to go find a, a number on this wall. And yeah. then, you know, just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like looking for things that are like, oh, it's got to be this, it's got to be that. Like, thinking, like, from, like, when I play, like, Resident Evil and those kind of games. And then, like, it was as simple as, oh, there was an item in this room that you just didn't see. Yeah. You just didn't see the room. You just didn't see. And it's just an item just sitting there. I saw the room. 
And I went everywhere I thought I could go, but I didn't go this one place that I could go. I yeah. just didn't notice I could go there. Yeah, so like in the stream, you'll see me. Like, it probably, I feel like it was probably like a good almost half an hour <laughs> At that door. of me just trying to figure out how to get to <laughs> one door. Yeah. And then after that, I was plowing through mm-hmm. part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> like, no big deal. And so like I thought it was like so... It's just like those aha, like... I thought it was so much more advanced than it was, and it was something as simple as, oh, you just need to find this piece of paper. Yeah. And then it's not like decoding a a number off yeah. of a, a yeah. wall or anything like that. Yeah. I will say that I think there was some issues with, like, control to an extent, where, like, you... It felt a little glitchy at times with the movement of the cat trying to, like fluently jump up and run mm. around things and stuff it felt like it was a little glitchy to an extent but yeah i think overall the the motion was pretty pretty good with the cat yeah i definitely had a few places where i got stuck like jumping from a banister down to a balcony or something i was trying to jump off the balcony to the rooftop next door and i kept getting stuck like i would jump and then it would respawn me back on the counter on the banister again. So, um, I had a few little glitches where I couldn't go somewhere because it had me like kind of stuck in a loop. Mm-hmm. And so I was a little annoyed by those. Um, I struggled. I think I got used to it, but I struggled with like the enemies. Like, yeah, there's a couple areas that were like they just kind of consumed. Yeah, you had to move. It was more about like you being had to fast, keep moving, not yeah. not trying to attack them, just kind of. Get just like through. finding a way to get through them, yeah, yeah. and that um, was harder for me. It took me several tries, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, it's you... definitely not a game for someone who's like a completionist and OCD. Like, yeah. I have to kill every single creature that's yeah, it's in this room. Probably not possible. Yeah. Well, it is. It's just it would take forever and a yeah. lot of patience. Yeah, and a lot of strategy. Yeah. <laughs> But overall, I think it was a fun game. I think that I'm expecting a sequel because I was not satisfied with the end outcome. Where the ending And, like, I think that was intentional to leave open possibility for a second game. At least I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, I hope so, too. (laughs) I was a little disappointed with the end. I wasn't... It wasn't necessarily an ending that was overall bad. It just wasn't what I was expecting. It's not what I wanted. Yeah, I needed... I wanted more from it. And so I think if it could do... If they could do a sequel, that'd be even better. Because I think I've enjoyed them... The most I enjoyed about the game was just dicking around as a cat and, like, Mm -hmm. doing cat things. Like, not even, like following the story like some of the puzzles were fun i guess but like mostly it was just like oh i get to like be a cat oh yeah and, like, you can lose yourself it, like, just playing as a cat and not actually yeah. doing anything of importance yeah i was like watching it like trot around and i was like oh that reminds me of ridley like the mm-hmm. exact exact way that she runs it was the same thing oh, it was yeah, yeah, so yeah. funny yeah 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 i had fun with this um one thing which i guess would be like if there was a sequel i think they would probably expand in this kind of aspect one thing that that i was hoping we'd get and we didn't was the ability to customize your cat like yeah. you couldn't really you're just a ginger cat yeah that's it there's no like yeah. you could pick the the fur coat or right. the, the breed or anything i was kind of yeah. hoping you could do that and like we could make our cats and yeah they don't really do that unfortunately no. but i imagine that would be something in a sequel yeah uh overall i think this was a, a great game i think it's only like I think it's like 30 or 40 dollars i don't think it's like a full game 
mm-hmm. price. Yeah. Uh, and again, if you have PlayStation Extra or Premium, if you have that service, you can play this for free through there. Um, and I highly recommend it for people. I think it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's a basic game, but it, you know it'll get the job done if if you are a cat enthusiast or just want yeah. some you know fun simple platformer. Yeah. Um, for me, I it it was it was a dissected for me. Like I, I will probably go back and play and finish all the trophies. I think I have a couple left. Yeah, same. I also it's also a dissected for me. Mm. I fully plan on going back and doing. There's some of the trophies I know I'm not going to be able to do, but I, I there's a, a handful I think I could still get out of it, and it was just fun. I feel like the trophies are very user friendly. I don't think you will have to worry about certain ones being too hard. Um, there's something, there's one of them where it's like without getting injured or whatever. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's like, oh, I beat the game without getting injured or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, well, I'm going to just never Is it ha- injured or die? I don't remember. There's something to do where it was like, well, based on my performance around these enemies in the past, mm-hmm. I don't think it's possible for me. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't remember the exact detail anymore, but I want to go back and do more of the little like Easter egg puzzle deals that I didn't do the first mm-hmm. time. Like. And I will say, like, the things where it's, like, you unlock a trophy doing some miscellaneous thing. Like, I mean, those are fun because it's, like, you know, you, I don't know, just, like, a pleasant surprise yeah. that you, you were, like, oh, I'm going to do this stupid thing because yeah. that's what I'm thinking I want to do. And yeah. then, like, it's a trophy. And it's, yeah. like, makes you feel like you're really smart because you yeah. figured out that you can do that and yeah. without even realizing it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's a really good time. I enjoyed it a lot. I highly recommend it. Especially if you like cats. So, yeah, it was a dissected for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, there's not a dog game. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it kind of proved the point that uh, cats are better, huh? Yeah, it did. <laughs> so that means we're DTF. We're DTF. Nice. For stray cats. Okay. <laughs> Sounds a little weird the way you say that. Oh. Did you see that they are making um, a little backpack? Yeah. yeah. Did you see how much it costs? I did. Way too expensive. Way too expensive, yeah. I was like, so hell yeah. I know. Hell I, no. I clicked on it immediately. I was like, I'm going to order it right now. And then I was like, nope. No, I'm not. It was yeah, like $150 so. for the cat backpack or like the backpack you put a cat inside of. Mm-hmm. And then the cat harness was like $40 or something. But it's literally just like a harness the cat's going to hate wearing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, those things you have to like teach them when they're a kitten. Yeah, and then they just like this is this is my life. And I also feel like it didn't look as much like it should. Like, yeah, it, it was claiming to look like the one yeah, in the yeah. game, but oh, I was not buying it. We will definitely be making uh, cat cosplays. hundred percent. Yeah, all of our cats. For every single one. Yeah, they're all gonna. We're have... gonna have a, a, a cat army. <laughs> yeah. of space cats. Yeah. I also love that there's like this like unwritten law that any sci-fi based story with a cat Mm -hmm. by default they have to be a ginger yeah it's always a ginger cat it's It's really interesting jonesy goose Mm -hmm. this one Mm -hmm. i don't think we have a name for the cat right is it just we just say it stray stray i guess i feel like doesn't it doesn't have a name i don't know how we would know what its name is because it doesn't that's talk was it's its name's meow maybe i don't know maybe (laughs) anyways Go check it out. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, I think that's it for our episode. Have you, you got anything else to say about this game? Uh, no. Gaming in general? Gaming in general? Yeah. Any any wise philosophical words for the listeners? I don't think so. I'm not wise or philosophical, so. 
That's something <laughs> someone wise and philosophical would say. Okay. What's wiser than knowing how little you know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for episode 122 of Dissecting This Fiction. It is. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to leave us a rating or review on whatever podcast service you're using to consume this. Uh, check us out on all of our social medias. We've got Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction. We've got Twitter, at DTFPod. We have Instagram, Dissecting This Fiction. And you can even send us an email directly or check us out, out on our website, DTFCast.com. Our email is DTFCast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. Or hear you? You'll hear us next time. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you like books. Yeah. Or at least I will. Okay. Because apparently I don't see books like oh, you do. Right, right. Got it. Call back to earlier in the episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> so if you join in just for gaming, you have no clue what I'm talking yeah, about. But yeah. just know you're, you're good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. Again, for episode 122 of mm-hmm. Dissecting This Fiction. Bye bye. <laughs>